12. It's just that fastly a movie. I like to go get a piece of pie and talk about it. It's sort of a little tradition I have. Do you like to get pie after you see a good movie? Hello and welcome to another movie podcast. That's right, another one. Like, another one. Um, my name is Oscar, and with me this week is... Luke. And... Uh, Ralph. Was that a Bill Southern Ralph. pride, Ralph? Ralph. Ralph. This is episode number 184. And today's episode, we're going to be reviewing... As usual, three films, two new releases slash newish, as well as a part of a marathon. Uh, that marathon, which is uh, it's in its round two, let's just say, um, is it? No, it's still round one, but almost round two. Anyway, um, we are doing a parodies marathon. Parodies, not satire, not like you know homage. It is parodies. They tend to be comedic in nature, like 90% of them. Anyway, and with that in mind, Luke is picking the movies this week, and his pick is Galaxy Quest from 1999, which I was surprised about because I thought this movie came out in the 2010s or something, or 2000s, uh, or like 2000s, I mean, like not like 2010s. But um, anyway, so we're reviewing that movie, uh, and as well as uh, we're reviewing a movie that came out on Netflix a few months ago. A little less, a couple months, months ago. I'll say weeks, isn't it? I thought it was like July. And if it's, that's the case, that's a couple months because that's accurate. Anyway, that movie is Extraction 2, The Extractioning. That's not the actual title. The Extraction, it's extraction 2. Uh, the the action-heavy, jam-packed Liam, Hem- uh, not Liam Hemsworth, <laughs> Chris Hemsworth movie. The other Hemsworth. The other Hemsworth, right. The, the A-quality Hemsworth. Um, and currently in theaters right now, I think it's doing okay in theaters, especially. I mean, there's we, not much competition. No, there is not. That's why they kind of, that's why they held back for two weeks, by the way. It's not a bad reason. Uh, we will be reviewing Gran Turismo. What is this title that you put on here? Based is on this the actual full title? Every time I see it, it just says based but on It's not the actual story. title, right? I mean, if you go to like... So, you know, inside baseball, we have a Google Doc where we put all our sh- information for every show. And uh, look oh. at the title, Gran Turismo, based on a true story. I don't think that's the actual title. I think it's so, just Gran Turismo. Okay, no, so according to the thing, it says Gran Turismo later marketed as Gran Turismo based on a true story. Marketed at, but not changed the title of, right? Because that's not the same. Okay, okay. So you're wrong. Got it. Gran Turismo. That's what we're like doing. Gran- I want pithier titles, guys. Let's not do rough here. Um, what does that mean? The longer, the better. Were you kidding me? Uh, listeners, look back two episodes ago. Anyway, you can always find this episode and all of our other seriously silly ass episodes at otherpodcast.com, places where you can you know continue uh, see our um, listen. Sorry, to our previous newly um, parodies marathon, we reviewed. Um, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls last, and before that was Don't Be a Menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. <sighs> See? So long. And uh, check that out and many other stuff that we've been doing. Um, not to mention our anniversaries marathon, which I think is the one right before that. Anyway, check that out at thepodcast.com. Luke! Yo! Tell me something interesting about yourself. 
Um, I will not be here for the next recording of this ep- uh, of this you're show. Right. That is great. When we all, when you're not on the air, you're right. It is <laughs> the most interesting aspect of your life. Yes. Yeah. No, I'll be. Uh, I hate you all. Uh-huh. Oh, did I? Oh, I thought I was muted. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. And I'm going to Japan, so I'm super stoked about that. I mean, I I, I wish I could be stoked for you, but I'm not going. Right. You, you should come. Yeah, I'm just gonna quit my new job again. My other new job. Uh, yeah, no, I'm excited. I just gotta. I'm just seeing what I need to do. What I because I'm gonna be bringing more stuff with me this time. Just like I'm gonna bring my camera, my GoPro, and things like that. So I'm gonna do more touristy things. And there's still stuff I'm. I do. I do plan on buying while I'm out there. Are you gonna go to that suicide forest? No, I think that's way too far. I'm gonna just pretty much stay in Tokyo and like and like the neighborhoods of like Shinjuku and Shibuya, more touristy places. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you have any like uh, I know you couldn't get museum tickets right to the uh, to the Ghibli no, thing. I, did I know not. that wasn't possible to get, but are you having any pre-planned uh, touristy things you're gonna go to? Uh, like, yes, the the first day I'm actually gonna meet up a friend from work, and we're gonna go to Yokohama, where they have a six-story Gundam. Oh yes, you told me about this. this and it does cool. like a show and everything. And then I, there's like two tickets you need to buy. Well, actually, one ticket just to get into like the park, and you could see it, and like go to the stores or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there's like these viewing decks where you're just like right next to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. You should bring a speaker and play the intro music for the wrong anime. Oh, like Neon Genesis? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. No, that any other so Mac, any anime, anime really, really. Yeah. which there's a lot of them, so you can really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Escaflone. You can really change no. it. Escaflone, that's a good one. Yeah. So yeah, so that uh, in that same neighborhood, there's also the Cup Noodle Museum. Hmm. So we're gonna check out those two things. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty nerdy. Right about this. Yeah. Do you no. see a cool patch for the cup noodle place? Let me get one in. Like a sew on patch? Yeah. Well, sew on or like uh, steam or whatever. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There's a couple. Iron on, should I say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a couple other places I have that I, but there's no specific or a cool like hat. I think a hat too. No, I mean those two are specifics that I asked for. Right? Yeah. Aside from that, something small, oh, okay. something small that that's portable. Just give me a, a bowl of ra- a ramen bowl. See what I'm saying? Not that couple. You see, you see how I well, showed. Last time I got you guys those Starbucks uh, tumblers, right? And I, and I, I love did. mine. I still use, I use it. I still use it. I still use it all the time. It was funny. I met. I didn't get myself one. Yeah. How did you oh, mess that up? How do you? Because I don't yourself. drink coffee. Yeah, I use my oh, well. tea. I use my coffee. I'm going to end up. I'm the only one who uses it for the thing it's meant for. Right. Asia. Anyways, other things I do have on the itinerary. There is a. Uh, obviously, the, the Tokyo Sky Tree Tower, whatever they have like mm-hmm. a viewing deck, and in mm-hmm. that same neighborhood, there's like a Kirby Cafe, which surprisingly sold out in like fucking five minutes for reservations. But I can still go and check it out mm. and maybe buy some things. There's a cafe with the capybaras, and as long as you go in and like get like a latte, you could hang out with the capybaras. What's that? I don't know what that is. It's like this big, cute animal. Oh, oh, oh! I've seen. Oh, yes. Okay. That's yeah, what they're so, called. Yes, yes. Yeah. The mascots, but not really mascots. Yeah. So, they're, they're, so it's pretty awesome. Yes, yes. That's cool. Okay, I will do that. That's like um, my favorite thing you just mentioned. The weeb in me is going to go to the stairs for your name. Oh, God. That is so... That's such a... <laughs> if you don't take a picture... Yeah, holding please. Someone can you take... I am, no, 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 I am just going to take a picture of the stairs and call it a day. That's lame. Well, but you want it, ideally. You want but, it, yeah. Yeah, come on. I mean, Maybe. I don't want to see your I mean, face, honest, but... honestly, like... Yeah, I don't want to see your face either, but yeah. How about you your silhouette? No. Like, have your shadow uh, on the stairs? Be a little artistic dope, and shit. Yeah. yeah. 
There is a uh, also you gotta a, go a, high noon. There's Sorry. a steak. There's a steak place I'm gonna go to called Mister Dangerous. I think he's like a Japanese deathmatch wrestler who has his own like steak house. He's like the Michael Jordan restaurant of Tokyo. Yeah. Last time I went to um, Ribera, which was another guy that only like catered to like uh, wrestlers in like the 80s and 90s when they came to the Japan to wrestle. So we went to that steakhouse. It was amazing. So now I want to check out this one. Hmm. Okay. All right, that's uh, that's great. I mean, uh, so what that means, folks, of, of course, he mentioned already, just in case you forgot, because it's wonderful news. He won't be here for the next episode. Uh, so it'll be, uh, Raf and I will be flying that uh, solo. I don't make any sense because there's still two of us, but still, you know what I mean. Uh, like the old days, like the better days where we view things better. Um, <laughs> anyway, look at me. I'm too excited. Maybe, you know what? Maybe we'll bring a guest person. Oh. What do you think about that? Oh, shit. Gonna... Wait, how are we going to break into Luke's house so they can sit on his chair and record? What? Nothing. Well, it's... we'll just do his dad. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right, exactly. Actually, um, there might not be even access because we're going to be, re- when I'm going to be away, they're going to be redoing the whole f- all the floors in the house. I don't know. Old Blue. Yeah, that wasn't, a serious, that wasn't a serious suggestion either, uh, right. Luke. Um, okay. Raf, what about you? What's tell me something interesting? You know, it doesn't have to be that. You don't have to compete with him, mind you, because Japan's pretty cool. Well, but... he hasn't done any of that. No, but it's coming up, you know. Well, yeah, I get it. I mean, what's well, so am I talking about things that are going to come up? Whatever you want to talk about, man. <laughs> Whatever you want. to Whatever, as long as it's not lies. <laughs> oh well, damn. Well, there goes my thought. No. Yeah, right, right. Uh, no, no, I. Um... What have I been up to? I really haven't been doing much. Oh, I did watch that. Uh... Just see the first episode of the One Piece show, which I thought was pretty cool. Oh yes, I'm thinking it's not bad actually. I I, I dug it. I think the characters are true to the the actors are playing true to the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it called uh, and such? So it feels it feels good. It feels like uh, it's gonna be good. I have to obviously I haven't finished it. I was the first episode. But besides that, it was it was okay. Uh, has has Oda some... supervised anything or given some sort of like? Yeah, I know he has heavily supervised. Oh yeah, okay. somebody actually. I must be wise. But... Um, so uh, IGN put an article out. Is that the one you're talking? Is that what they complained? Yeah. It's too uh, much to the source material. It's too much to the source material. IGN put an article out saying it's too much to the source material. What? What? Is, what? Okay, I don't understand the problem. Right there, you go. Exactly. Like, I mean, in general, mm-hmm. I don't like that as a rule. You know me about yeah. a thousand things, right? Especially yeah. things that are not even books. That, Still like, say emoji, yeah. But like. This is a whole different Which audience subset. This is a different, not a different format, but a different, you know, not a different medium, sorry, but a different format, right? Yeah. So, like, I think it, it qualifies to fucking, also, like, it's a thousand plus episodes. Like, you, <laughs> what do you expect here? Mm-hmm. You know? What they, what, because because when Cabo Bebop changed up the story from the original anime, they all got mad about that, by the way. Remember that? Right, I remember. So, like. I remember. Can we just agree here what we want? Yeah. Anyways, besides that, um, had some weird interactions with friends that I haven't seen in forever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was, that's, that was about it. I haven't really done much of anything else. Um, everyone's already, uh, what's it called? Some work stuff, nothing crazy. Nothing that I would be able to talk about here, sadly. Yeah, that's fine. But I could talk to you guys outside of it. That was, um, You know, we often say that, like, oh, we'll talk off air. We never mention anything we say we're going to talk off air. Because we, well, we forget. But, we're yeah. like, we're going to do three more hours of this or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But even if it was on the last segment, we will still forget. Like, it well, happens. No, I just don't care. That and you Forget- suck at answering back, Oscar, in the chat. Forgetting is forgetting. No, you do, you do suck at answering back. Yeah. I 
No, I do, but we don't mention that. But my point is that none of us talk about the things we say we're going to. Bitch, you guys do this too, okay? I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. I, I, I will fully agree with being the worst at it. I'm just saying that we are bad at it. Yeah. Communally. Let's not throw extra stones at me for no good reason here. Why not? Anyway, my turn. Um, I started another new job. A new, new job. A new new. Um, um, that is at the, I work at the Museum of Science and Industry. I realize I work on the industry side of the museum, not the science side, but you know, whatever. There's a right. difference. You stay on that farmer side. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Right. It isn't at all about locomotion or anything else. Um, and, uh, I work, um, so they have, I didn't, I mean, I really didn't know the extent of everything. Obviously, I saw, I saw a lot of the operation over this last week. It's been a week and a half or so I've been working there. Uh, I, worked, I worked there today. I'm actually a little tired. Um, and uh, it's uh, interesting working for a landmark of Chicago. And, you know, I technically did work at the Water Tower before. And technically, I did work at the John Hancock building once. But it wasn't, like, at all, like, all the time. Um so that was, I guess, maybe that felt similar. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what, you. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just threatening Raphael. I will stop this podcast. What is? He wants to stab me, I guess. <laughs> is that what it is? What you do? What did you say to him? It's it's what he's contemplating on doing to me. Oh, okay. I'm trusting him with six months of my life. Mm. Okay. Anyway, well, it's a good thing. Good that, to hear that. I, I would North. say you have been at two. To not, I guess historical, I guess, or at least uh, landmarks. Landmarks are there's a better word. Well, I said landmark because uh, important places like you know, like O'Hare, I also there, but that's not a landmark. It's very much used as the airport. Yeah, it's not yeah. like a touristy no, no, right, place. Exactly. It's a place where tourists go to go to other touristy places. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um. Right. So I feel like that almost counts, but it doesn't. No, I, I agree 100 percent with you. You you have been in two very Chicago heavy landmarks. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and this one's just outside downtown of our of our city. Yeah, um, I'm just letting people know that we're not from there, and um, so the 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 com- the commute is awful. It's just god awful because I have to go through downtown to go home, um, which sucks. Sucks. I'm I most people train. Yeah, no, no, I haven't I haven't looked at into any of that yet. It hasn't been. Um, it's only terrible on the way home. Oh, getting there is so not probably. as terrible. It's yeah. not as terrible. I leave extra early just to account for any whatever because construction is a real problem that we always have here. But um, otherwise, it's been okay. Anyway, it's a it's a fun it's a fun place. If I mean, I'm working at the fucking ca- cafe version of the area there in the building, so I'm very familiar with everything in there. I definitely know my way around the bar, things like that, customer stuff, and it's very similar vibes. And so that part is easy because I'm used to it. Yeah. The museum stuff, it's also fun. I, I have, like, because they kind of, like, they hook up, like, uh, through, like, like, osmosis, maybe, a company, maybe. Uh, Shed Aquarium, Field Museum, Planetarium. Botanical Gardens. And I don't know about that one. But it is, yeah. Brooklyn Zoo. Brook, Brookfield Zoo, sorry. Brookfield? Brooklyn. Yeah, it's Brookfield. the Botanical Gardens as well. Oh, that's great. So all those places, I can get in for free with my badge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Like, I'm going to start doing that in my days off. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's dope. I want to do that. Yeah, they're, and, they're all part of the same, like, uh, group. Yeah, that is yeah. so cool. That's, like, one of my favorite perks. Yeah. There's a lot of fun perks in this in this, uh, in this this job, by the way, I got to say. I'm not going to mention all of them, necessarily. How about a guest pass for your old buddy, Luke? Well, here? that's the thing, is that we I do get guest passes, and we could yeah. totally hang out more often if you guys want to. Yeah. 
um, and do some of those things. I really want to well, revisit a lot of I just places. get a guest pass and not hang out with him? I don't know if that's how it works. I'm sure it could work that way. So yeah. I have to go with you? No, no, I don't think. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't think so, but I, I can find out. I would I, not I, mind a nice day with you. First of all, we can also go in together and then go our separate ways. I don't fucking mind. Do they still have that uh, retro uh, part of the museum? The what video game section? I'm trying to remember. I, I, mean, I haven't. Like, I've been working there, but it's not like I go through all the fucking exhibits. What the fuck? Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah. It's, uh, going going, it's, heading, it's heading towards the uh, the uh, ne- the space access, the space area. Uh, I'm sorry, I just don't remember. There's, only one, not... there's only one tunnel that leads that way. So yeah, yeah, I'm sure there is, but I definitely don't work anywhere near there. Um, I will say though that funny enough is that one of the main, I'm just gonna say like like the HR area, let's say. It's behind the fetuses in that whole. Uh, if you guys remember that part, so with the human bodies, like the inside, you know. Yes. It's it's really funny to think about. I have to go through this that display to go there, and it's kind of funny. I wonder how many other kind of offices there are behind weird places or whatever, uh, because it's kind of like a little 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 uh, little, little maze there in the back. Uh, anyway, I've already been lost like twice. By the way, it's it's really amazed. Anyway, that's my new gig. Um, it looks like uh, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm, this one's probably going to be the staying thing. Unless, of course, I find another better one. You never know. Uh, anyway, so that's cool. And I'm working with a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours. I men- I forgot to mention that. Um, who got me the gig. Okay. No one cares about it. No, I'm just saying. I'm not going to. Well, listen, um, if you're free next week, I'm free most of the week. To go to somewhere? Yeah. Somewhere, I mean. Not summer. Somewhere. Uh, also, Taste of Chicago is out right now. Yeah, I haven't cared about the taste, and I don't know. I've only ever been like once or twice in my life. years. We used to go. Uh, we used to go all the time. We used to go all the time. Kids. Yeah, as preteens and shit. Yeah, we used to actually be part of the you know thriving community of Chicago. Yeah, I worked. I worked at it once um, for for the water tower store. Um, it was not fun to work there. <laughs> like, I bet. It was so hot. I, I bet. It's I bet. So grueling and so yeah. But it's like uh, it's like the beaches. Me personally, I don't go to the beaches here either. Like I just. I'm good. I, also, I only go I to the beaches on dates. Funny enough, yeah. You know what? I've only gone with uh, people like friends that want to. Hey, we're going to be at the beach, and I go where? And they're like, oh, like Montrose or whatever. No, Mont- I was just about to say, is it Montrose Beach? Because I was like, like go to sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, like yeah, I'll see if I'm busy. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I've never been to the beach here. Any of the beaches? What? No, you're lying. I swear you, to God. Have you ever been lying. to a lake? Yes. You know what that's inside the lake. You know what the edges no. are, right? You've never actually been in the lake, right? Shut up. Nope, <laughs> I've never gone to the lake. The, the closest I've ever got to is like maybe Navy Pier or okay. One, one time when I was a kid, I actually just from our house rode my bike to Navy Pier and back. Yeah, you never walked Lakeshore, for example. Uh, yeah, you never ran like that area or walked. Well, he's not gonna run. What the fuck? That's yeah, I did. I, well, no, I, I I did two oh, events in the area, but there was like. Not on the sand. Huh. Yeah, just the path, the walk, yeah. Yeah, the path, yeah. Never the sand, never the water. You should fix that. I don't know why I feel like you should fix it. but I I don't know why you think I should fix that. I don't know why I don't... I have that feeling either. I just said so. I'm just saying that there's so many types of... There's also many kinds out there. And uh, just in our city, uh, right, you know, limits alone. Anyway, okay. I'm going to stop there. That's 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 that shit. We're gonna get to some recent discoveries, uh, Luke. Right. What have you been watching? Well, you uh, two, okay. you have something with Ross. So first, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna flip it over. So first, okay. I watched. Uh, well, 
because everything listens to us, you know, our phones and everything. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching this guy on YouTube called Caleb Hammer, who he's like a financial advice guy. When all these people go to his show, they give him all the statements and whatever he goes through them, breaks them and tells them, "Hey, this is how you get out of debt. This is how you could set up yourself financially for life." Right. Mm-hmm. So after I started watching, listening to this guy, I go on Netflix, and Netflix is like, "Hey, you should watch this documentary out of the blue called Get Smart with Money." And I was like, "Hmm, let's see what they have to say." Okay. And it's pretty much um, like four financial advisors pretty much mentor somebody for the course of a year and see, see you know, help them with their financial situations. It's, you know, you have like a, a family of four, I think, that spend like a fucking $1,200 like a month on groceries, which is like uh-huh. absurd. Sounds I absurd think. to me, but these days that's accurate. Yeah. And then you have like uh, some artsy girl who's like a waitress at some place and things like that. Then you have this one football player who actually played for the chicago bears at one point mm-hmm. uh and like they, they just they're clueless about money and investing and stuff like that and each investor has like their own like little like way of getting them out of debt or thinking about like investing and stock markets and things of that nature and it was it was an okay thing if you don't know anything about finances and things like that <laughs> that's nature. me i don't shut it, it was a cool little sh- you know documentary about it okay I, I thought you were going to say something way more positive about it. I kind of want to more, no. feel more Caleb Hammer. Is he oh, Caleb Hammer's Hammer? No. Oh. Caleb Hammer's on YouTube. Well, He's fantastic. I probably watched or listened to every single episode he's put out with these financial audits on people. Hmm. All right. So not a recommendation, but you did see a movie called Get Smart With Money. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, Is a documentary, you yeah. And not you said you're not really recommending it unless you know mm. nothing? Right. Right. It was okay. Kind of rudimentary. N- nothing to you know write home about. Okay, uh, but interesting because you so you come on every documentary that you watch. So it's interesting. Nah. See, no, must be really bad. Uh, <laughs> what else have you seen? Uh, I with our good old uh, co-host Raphael went to see Blue Beetle. Hmm. So now we've all seen it. Yes, we have. Okay. And me being the token white guy. <laughs> I loved it. it. It was great. I liked all... I mean, for me, I really liked all the, the Hispanic references and the culture and everything like that. It was great. I I enjoyed it. It's for once, I'm not going to... Like, I think DC actually did a good movie. What was the last good movie they did, in your opinion? So, like, if you say fucking Justice League. Snyder Cut? The Snyder Cut? I thought The Flash was good. Yeah, no, Flash is good too. Yeah, everyone, yeah, we did. everyone hated it because yeah. of Ezra Miller. Well, that's I, that's not why. I think that's, that's a very not, low reason yeah. why. Um, yeah, you sure about that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, I just it's a it's a loud reason why, right. but it's not as yeah, it's not it's not the actual reason, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I I'll mirror some of this since I saw it also with uh, Luke over here. You know. Uh yeah, I thought it was cool. I thought it was really uh the fact that it was so heavily focused on the Latin roots and uh which was really good. And also the way it was shot, the actors they chose um to portray uh you know to play some of the roles as well. All very uh very well done in my opinion. Um what's it called? I did I did still see that whole like tint kind of thing. I don't know if it's just me. I'm pretty sure it's not the way it was shot. Like, 
uh, like if it was a TV movie, in my opinion, not <laughs> an actual like block. You know how they sometimes they you you see the difference from when you're watching a show on TV and they make a movie about it and then they have to do the graphics a little different or whatever the case is, or yeah. they they stylize it a little bit more or they shoot it in like a higher frame rate than they normally do or lower frame rate or whatever the case is, right? Yeah, whatever to make it more different, right? And you can tell the difference, and you're like, wow, why does it feel off in comparison? This felt like it was more of a, like, we're coming from TV, and in my, in my opinion of it. Right. But I think that was, the, that was the purpose as well. So I just haven't seen anything about that, about the director saying that specifically. Um, but, yeah, besides that, I thought it was fun. I, thought, uh, I wanted to take my son, but my son ended up being sick that night, and then he went uh, a couple days after. But yeah, with uh, with actually he went with uh, and he's grounded uh, anyway. I'm kidding. Not anymore, not anymore. But yeah, he's uh, he went with uh, our mama's and, um, and oh, really? our brother. Yeah, so that was interesting. You say your brother? Our I said brother. our brother. I said our oh, brother. I heard your. My bad. I said our brother. I thought you were being funny. Um, yeah. So okay. a blue beater. Yeah, it was fun. Um, yeah. for sure. I don't think it was uh, like a soft home run, like a solo. A solo yeah, that's run. how it kind yeah. of felt. Like that's how I see it. Yeah. Well, like a so- like the movie solo. No, 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 no. Like, oh, just, okay. It was just like, uh, you That's know. not that for me. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, No, no, Okay, no. I really did not like that one. Okay. Uh, all right, cool. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. For the most part, Blue Beetle, for what it is. Um, yeah. Which is what I did. You now, we transition to, we transition to Rob. You saw another one, right? Yeah, I've seen two more movies. So, oh, I, uh, that was just one more. Yep. Yeah. So, oh, uh, the next movie I saw is, uh, I actually just saw this last night. Technically, tonight. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't sleep, or I slept very poorly because I had a cold brew at 7 p.m. Besides the point. Oh, um, the buy one, get one free thing? At that's here? right, my guy. There we go. Anyways, and um, I, I uh, woke up at midnight, and I couldn't go back to sleep. My knee was killing me, too, and I had to ice it and do a bunch of old man shit to it. But besides the point, uh, I, had, I was like, let me watch something, and it took me 20 minutes to put something on because I couldn't figure out if I wanted just that's to right, rewatch. Not, I think that's why I put it on too, Rob. I was like, yeah. okay, I'm just going to pick this I, movie. So this is what I saw. So, and, and I only went to it because I was like, I want to, because like, I had just seen Extractions, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to watch something dumb action. And I was like, oh, perfect. What, oh, what's that Gal Gadot movie? I'm literally looking for it. Like on Netflix, but my Netflix is so jacked; it like only recommends me anything from Korea, <laughs> right? And there's not so a single so whip of Korean in that it's movie. It's so hard for me to find anything. It's so hard. Make a new profile. I I, I almost feel like I should, to be honest with you. <laughs> Rob, besides the point, English. Yeah, yeah. And besides the point, I saw Heart of Stone. That's the what's it called? The movie we're talking about here is uh, directed by Tom Harper and uh, starring Gal Gadot and other people. Um, that, but actually, You're it has a uh, huh. Jim Dorman. Dornan? Dorman? Yeah, Jim Dorman. But it also has uh, Archie Maduku or Mad- Maduk or whatever, uh, which we're going to review in a later uh, episode. Uh, later, not episode, later, uh, what's it called? Review in this uh, same episode. He plays uh, Grant. Oh, yeah, Grant Turismo, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. So, uh, which was interesting. I was like, hey, Grant Turismo. I was like, ah, uh, but I guess I would have said that before. Not racing. Uh, I thought it was fun. I thought it was also trying a little too hard to be uh, not funny, but uh, funny is not the right word, but to be lighthearted, um, like lighthearted and easygoing. I felt like it was like trying too hard on that aspect. Um, and because of that, I feel like if you just went like full blown instead, uh, what's that movie with um, Charlie Theron that came out on Netflix that we liked with her being immortal? Oh, uh, the Immortals. 
No, it wasn't called the Immortals. <laughs> I forget, but I really like that movie. So if it went, if oh, it took itself, that's yeah, the old whatever, the old guard. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I had a cough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If it went that route where it took itself serious and it went like that, and I feel like if it did this, that did this, it would have been, it would have been a better, it would have been better in my opinion. I also um, feel like that movie had more heart. Yeah, I would say you know? so too. I just feel like this one, it it wanted, it took attributes from like other action movies, you know, like Mission Impossible, and, but those are established movies that they can do those things, you know. Mm. They've established characters long enough, and it's like this character we're gonna do, and arguably things. more talented people behind. Yeah, I would say so too. Huh. Um, but besides the point, I still had fun watching the movie. I finished it all in one go, so that was cool. <laughs> it's funny because it took me like four sittings. No, I had nothing to do. Not because it was bad. I was just like, oh, I'm going uh, to so watch this movie and I kept following it. I mean, okay, I'm tired, I guess. No, I was wired. I was, I was wired. <laughs> yeah, I, you clearly I sh- were wired. I showed up so, to work early as hell. Everyone looked at me like, why are you here early? <laughs> yeah, I know. Question, <laughs> is this a movie safe to watch on an airplane? It is. Uh, yeah, 100%. It's very pat. It's pat as fuck. Perfect. Yeah. I'll download it. It there is. And uh, that being said, I also saw, uh, and I, th- I picked this up as my last pick, the last movie I saw was Extraction. The uh, or f- the first one, the one that came out in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Since we're reviewing it later, Extraction Two. But um, this is a movie I try to watch like two times, and I fell asleep both times. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, whatever. Um, and I was like, I'll get back to it. Never did it. And so Luke forces to yeah, which is a good thing because I think it, it is. I guess it, it is a good thing overall. And I remember like why why didn't I like this movie? And I felt like it was trying too hard. Uh, when I first saw it, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and I felt like I maybe I felt like it was hokey because it was like oh it's doing a a, one, a single shot like a, a, every action movie has to have a single shot thing. But it, when you pay it, you know when you actually give it a, give it a, a good go, it's not doing it just to do it. It's it does it well, you know. Um, so it's still fun. It's not like yeah, they're it, trying to have fun. They're trying they, to show you a and cool that's what it shit. Felt like. That's what yeah, they want. And that's really what it was. It did, it's like it the John Wick directors or like yeah, uh, yeah. Tommy it did. Bond it did overall feel like cool shit. Like we're always having a moment, right? Mm. I just, um, in my opinion, though, I and it does take from like a lot of action movies as well, which that's fine, that's normal. But I just feel like I've seen better. I'm like, oh yeah, but that movie did it better, and I kept doing that. But that movie did it better, oh, you know. Like and and, uh, and not that. this time around. This is the first time around. That's why I probably couldn't get into it. Oh, I see. Um, okay, but this time around, when I saw it, and I just gave it the good like, I'm just gonna give it a good watch. I enjoyed it, and it, it was fun. It was uh, it was exactly what it what it was, and it would it wasn't anything else. Yeah, it was just a night. It was a. It it's was like a, a, a well. Subtle, pro- it's like an homage to nineties or eighties action. Right. It was a well produced action movie. Yeah, like on, they did it right. Exactly. Yeah, they yeah. They, they do whatever they want. Like a badass center uh-huh. role, right? right? Yeah, and he is very much a badass. Yeah, yep. So hell a badass. That fucking guy, CQCs, man, legit. He, we're watching yeah, live, really well. Yeah, Snake, fucking solid Snake fighting. You know, it's not really sure. Pliskin. Not Snake. Did I say Pliskin? <laughs> no, you said solid Snake, but I'm making sure. I said yeah, I solid Snake. I'm just trying to fuck with you. You successfully, you did. Now <laughs> I can't wait for you to leave. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we'll yeah. get to Extraction 2, uh, but there's been, a, like, this uh, this bump of, like, these action-only, like, stunt cameramen coordinators becoming directors. This is one of the cases of those. This is one of those guys that came out of the John Wick universe, I think, or some other franchise as stunt coordinators, action, you know, second camera unit directors yeah. that started making their own movies. Like, this one, I mentioned Atomic Blonde, John Wick. These are all famous 
completely uh, stylized super action movies, all made by these action stunt directors. Like that's why they're so focused on that because they just want to so show cool shit. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, they do, yeah. they do a good job. Like I said, yeah. maybe I just didn't give it a good try the first time I get. Like yeah, I said right. Before. No, it happens. It's, uh, it's because they're like, hey, I can do this better. Because like, no, also I like, like, I don't. So the ta- the the poster and I'll, mm-hmm. the poster says produced by the Russo brothers, directors of Avengers Endgame, and I was like, yeah, I don't care. Like, I don't need that, me personally. Me adding that to it doesn't add anything to it. As a matter of fact, I just go like, okay. like, Yeah, but it adds to a lot Marketing. of Marketing. It's not for you. No, I know it's not for me. I just like, I yeah. see that and I see, especially when- like, I'm not defending it. I don't like no, that no, either. No. Like, I don't, yeah, I've never liked that, especially when they go, oh, right. it's like, oh, well, especially it's like when saying West Paven like, Presents. Right. Really? It's one of those. It's, that's, and I always, I always bother me, when, especially when they do like, uh, you know, produced by or whatever. It's a John Wick movie, but he was like- the, the 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 last producer and whatever BS that doesn't matter. Right. You're like, what is it? Like, he was like the best boy in the movie. Right. And you're like, who cares? Like, it's just right. like, so I guess, like I said, when it first came out, I just didn't see the hype. But overall, still had fun. I'm glad you watched it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yep. We saw this together. So it was really good to watch it. We did. So yeah, that's what I've been watching. I actually saw movies, guys. Wow. All right. Good. Uh, let's see if he keeps that going for next time. Anyway, on my oh, end. Now that looks gone for sure. No, I saw a few movies that. um. A few catching up from this year, last year, and others catching up from things I should have, I really want to see from a long time ago. I'm going to start with a um, a movie called Gonjiam Haunted Asylum. This is a Japanese horror movie from 2018, not too long ago. Uh, so, so Luke, you can go there when you go. Uh, yeah, sure, okay? probably not, but okay. I'm just saying, Haunted Asylum. I would go. The crew of a horror web series travels to an abandoned asylum for a live broadcast. It soon encounters much more than expected as it moves deeper inside the nightmarish old building. According to the poster, it says one of the seven freakiest places in the yes, world. Yes, that is part of the hmm. not just the marketing of the movie itself, but part of the the the, the, the like the 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 in like the world building of the movie. I don't know if this is a real place or if they made it like they made up a new place and they added it to the other real places that Japan's haunted for or other places that in the world are haunted for, right? Yeah. So um, this is like a what it feels like and what is for the most part a haunted asylum run of the mail kind of uh, what do you call it? a found footage movie. It's actually like a really well done version of a found footage typical movie, kind of like Extraction. It's like, yeah, it's not going to surprise you with the story or, you know, it's not like you've never seen anything like this before, but it's really well done. It's fun to watch. It's the same thing here. Like, it has, has very much the same kind of isms that the found footage stuff of the 2010s. You know, we had so many then, or 2000s, I mean. Basically, after Blair Witch. And, um, yeah, and this is better than m- most of those movies from that era, too. And it, I feel like this movie is a lot of fun. And it has some, I would say, some genuine, nice little suspense thriller moments that I was like, "Ooh, that's cool, that's cool," like, and that's badass. Yeah. And then other stuff, of course, is like I said, just very well done, kind of fun. Um, and you just re- just relish everyone slowly getting picked off one by one. <laughs> you know, it's just fun to watch that. Um, but I am a sucker for that. I am the horror guy, so like, yeah, watch that if you're interested. Put in, I'm not gonna spoil anything. I want to, but you know, whatever. Um, Next here is another, almost a horror movie. It's weird to say. This is more like a thriller, you know? It's kind of thriller action, you know? Uh, I saw Beast. Has anyone heard of this movie? It sounds Yeah, I, actually, I wanted to watch this movie. That's the Idris Elba one, right? Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. It came out last year. Yeah, I wanted to it's see one of the it. Movies I I re- 
But and really, it was one of those, like, I just... Right. Yeah. No, I get it. It's on Prime, because I think they actually did the thing for it. Like they oh, cool. made, I think they paid for it. I don't know. Anyway, a father, and, yeah, his, a father and his two teenage daughters find themselves uh, hunted by a massive rogue lion intent on proving that the Savannah has but one apex predator. That's a dun, really, dun, dun. That is a, an ominous synopsis right so does, there. Does the, does the lion play Apex Legends? Yes, clearly, and really well, too. Plays it, like, solo, and just fucking kills everyone. Man, fucking just goes into trios, right? That's what I'm saying. Fucking go. Uh, anyway, uh, this is a very good, like, also a fun fucking adventure, thriller, almost horror movie. Um, the horror parts are really good, but it's bloody and gory. It's fucking awesome. This movie stars, uh, like I said, um, like we said, Idris Elba. It also has Charlton Copley, who is interesting because he's like he's in a lot of movies. He's, it's almost like a trend where he's like in a lot of movies where like he is the crazy wacko guy character in the movie that dies first. That's like has been his like shtick, not for every movie, but it feels like a lot of the movies, right? Um, and in this one feels just like that, but he lasts a little longer than I thought. He, you're like, oh hey, you made it through past halfway through the movie there, chief. That's what, good for you. What does he play? He plays like the so the these this family is not from Savannah, from the African Savannah, but they're visiting, right? And I guess uh, their their um, Idris Elba's uh, uh, wife and the kid's mother, uh, who died previous, like a year previous or something, they're visiting her like native homeland, you know, like a like vacation slash emotional kind of thing tether. And over there, they meet uh, like an old friend of their shelter, Copley's, who's there. That's that's how they know each other there. And they're taken out, and you know, a big safari basically to see lions and shelter Copley's fucking friends with lions and shit. And it has like these poachers a lot heavily involved, and obviously fucked up the entire like not ecosystem, but like fucked up this lion's life. And now this lion's hunted for all human blood, no matter what, right? And it's like it's almost like the gray. Where like the wolves are extra about being violent, <laughs> you know. Um, now that movie is a little more fantastical; it leans more horror. This one doesn't, but it has a very similar vibe. So if you've watched that movie and you kind of like relate, you can see that. And also, the main character in that movie, Liam Neeson, is uh, like a really good like survivalist and sniper and all this stuff. This is very similar in the same way. Like, um, it itself is not like a, a fighter or whatever, but like his skills related to what he can do. He's a doctor. It like they apply it really well into the setting of him surviving this encounter out in the, in the African savannah. You know, so it's really cool. He can check uh, the, like, the... So and it's short. It's not that long. Uh, hour thirty three, ninety three minutes. Great. So nice, short, easy to watch movie. I recommend it. It's on Prime. Like I said, hmm. check it out. It was fun. Is it airplane safe though? No, maybe. I mean, the gory. No, if you're next to a kid and shit, nah, I would not. See that. Hey, you want to see what happens when you get a tiger trying to rip your guts out? That's yeah, funny. again, he's going to say none of this guy. Um, <laughs> he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. Anyway, next up here, I saw a movie that I've never seen before. Always wanted to see. I don't know is why that, I missed it. Enemy the at the Gates. Yes. Anyone seen this movie? Uh, pretty sure I it's, have. Is that the one where the guy like crashes his plane in nope. the beginning? Nope. No? Uh-huh. Wait. Didn't, then no. No, I don't think so. No. Jude Law, right? This movie. Law, uh, Jude. Anyway, this movie is from 2001, Enemy at the Gates. A Russian and a German sniper play a game of cat and mouse during the Battle of Stalingrad. Yeah, this movie stars Jude Law and Ed Harris. Are the top? Are the are those? Uh, the Jude Law plays a Russian sniper, and Ed Harris the German sniper. Of course, I don't know what their lineage actually is. I think Jude Law is English, 
and Ed Harris is American. I'm not 100%, but either way, they don't they reflect these people anyway. Um, this is a World War II epic movie, and it's actually kind of a war movie. I didn't know how much of a war movie and how much it was going to be involved in that 1942 range long, you know, part of World War II, where uh, when uh, Germany basically uh, went against Russia after that being on their side for a good chunk of the war there, as people may remember. I don't know. Um, and the Battle of Stalingrad, it, it feels like, oh, is it like take place in one day? Battle, you know, battle, you think of a battle. No, no, it takes place over, uh, I want to say at least weeks. And um, it's a kind of a long, arduous back and forth between these two snipers and these two, you know, war efforts, right? And they show a much more of the grand picture of everything that's going on, too. It really has a lot more to say about war and about that time period and about really Russia because it takes place mainly through Jude Law's point of view, his comrades, his love affair, his best friend. You know, it's a lot more about him and the Russian effort because in the end, why would you give the POV to the Nazis when you still have Russia, right? Because, like, even though Russia was terrible back, you know, Stalin and all that, they're still not as bad as the Nazis as what we see in the Western world today. Um, So that's kind of funny to see it that way. And Ed Harris is just shown to be kind of a badass sniper who's like fucking, you know, in it, you know, yeah. and like has like all this experience behind those eyes. And Ed Harris can fucking sell that, you know. Um, yeah, really fun movie. I, I'm so glad I watched it finally. I'm, uh, I'm surprised it took me this long. Very, very good movie. I really recommend it highly. Might make my discovery scene, uh, list. Enemy at the Gates. Uh, remind me, who's seen this again? I'm pretty sure I have, hmm. but. Stuff I recommend watching it again. It's on Paramount. Yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't remember too much. Paramount Plus S- has it. So, it says yeah. Showtime. So. Oh, Showtime, right. Through well, there. That's, it, it's through Paramount. Right. That's what I did. Look, have you seen this movie? I'm going to say no, right? I don't think so. Watch it, man. It's fun. It is fun. It's a long movie, though, FYI. 2.11. Not, yeah, it's not super long, but uh, I thought it would be shorter. But no, it's 2.11, and it's, uh, it has a lot of shit to say, though. So Anyway, that's uh, that movie. I'm going to move on to the last movie here. This is from this year, which I did not know. I saw it on a whim. I saw a movie called To Catch a Killer, which sounds like a terrible title or like a, maybe a title for a documentary, but it is not. This movie, again, it came out, from, came out this year. Baltimore, New Year's Eve. A talented but troubled police officer is recruited by the FBI's chief investigator to help profile and track down a disturbed individual terrorizing the city. And, uh, yeah, this is made by, uh, written and directed by a man named Damien Zifron, who I don't know. I looked up his stuff earlier, like when I when I was watching this movie, and I had never seen any of his movies. So this is really his first uh, to me. Uh, like I know nothing of him. Now the actors are Shailene Woodley, who I know very well, of course, and Ben Mendelsohn, who is awesome. He plays the bad guy in a lot of movies, and this one he is a good guy. Very interesting to see him be a good guy. Um, this is a really good cop procedural movie, guys. Uh, again. It plays very much in the same crime action stuff that we've seen a thousand times with cases. And I'm not saying with like law and order types, but like the movie versions of those, right? And, um, but what it does is it does those really well. It has some really good details about profiling things correctly, like not being stupid about the details of some things, like why they leap to looking for this kind of person over that kind of person. When you see the bad guy that's terrorizing, uh, you know, the guy who's killing a lot of people. By the way, a lot of people. The movie opens with all these sniper shots. It's fucking crazy. Um, like it shows like a really uh, kind of like a rigid, 
believable version of that. It's hard to you know say that, but like I think a lot of this stuff is uh, was portrayed to be like much better than I thought it was gonna be. Hmm. Nothing about this is kind of like glamorous or overdone. Uh, the movie focuses a lot on the politics, on on an investigation like this, especially like you know newsworthy investigations. And I love that aspect of the movie because it really is frustrating and grinding. And in a, in a good way, in the sense, like, oh, man, I get that. Like, I can see the real world having this component. Like, if you were a chief investigator of any kind of scene, uh, a crime that is um, worldwide, this must be horrible to do with all these people breathing down your neck all the time, right? Um, and it has uh, really good things to say, really awesome, interesting, fun things to say. So, really, this is my favorite one. So, I recommend really? it a lot if you guys are interested in watching it. I know it has a low rating. Fuck that. It's really good. I don't know what they're talking about. Well, plus the actress, she's kind of like... She's good. I know, but like because of the, the Divergent series, her career kind of took a tumble, I guess. Um, yeah, pro- Shanley Woolley for sure. I mean, I saw her at The Descendants, which I liked, and I saw The Divergence. She, it wasn't a good movie, but yeah, that's just an actor. You know, They can get better, 100%. Or they can get directors that direct better. You know what I mean? Like I just thought that you know she's like blacklisted. Now. No, she, she I mean like I've seen Shailene Woodley here and there all the time for years. The uh, C tier movies. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. No, I don't think so. She's a pretty big actress. She's in Big Little Lies, bro. I don't know if I saw that. That was a big show. That was a big show. Is my point. Oh, maybe she went to the the, the TV route then. Well, she did with that, but she was in that show and she was one of the main four cast with Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon. You know, I mean, like it wasn't nothing. Um, and she's uh coming up in Dumb Money later on this year. I, I am excited for that one. I'm just saying she's she's doing things. She's around. I mean, not as big stuff for sure. Like she was in Snowden. Her last big profile movie was before probably Snowden. She played yeah. um his wife, his the the wife or the girlfriend. Girl, I forget. Yeah. So yeah, right. So maybe not as many as you might have wanted, but yeah, I think. She's, I mean, there was a time where she was like almost. Like I don't remember her being everywhere. I just remember the Divergent series being everywhere, but I don't know if that means the same thing, you know. Anyway, I like her. She's really good in the movie. I think she's better in the Divergent than the Divergent. What was this stuff, available so. on again? This is on Hulu. 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 Yeah, check it out. I, I saw it was some something else. Nope. Pos- positive is Hulu. It might be somewhere else also. Yeah. Okay. But now is this an airplane safe movie? No. No. I mean, no. I mean, no. Yeah. It's. I mean, they don't show like gore and shit. I know, I'm just, but it's just a lot of violence. Here. There's some violence. All right, cool. Sure. Thanks. Uh, I, I saw this movie pop up a lot, so I was just curious. No, I love when people ask me, like, hey, is this safe to... Yeah, I'll tell you, you know. <laughs> like, if they're listening to it, not not safe. But if you're watching a plane with your headphones, I mean, shit's safe, you know. Um. Anyway, that's uh, Recent Discoveries. We're going to take a break. When we come back, though, we're going to review our first movie of the evening, which is what, Luke? Extraction 2. Nope. That's After. Not- <laughs> we do Gran Turismo based on a true story. I want to say nice save, but it really isn't. So we're going to do Gran Turismo. Stay with us. Based on the unbelievable, inspiring true story of a team of underdogs, a struggling working class gamer, a failed former race car driver, and an idealistic motorsport exec who risk it all to take on the most elite sport in the world. Gran Turismo, based on a true story. That's not the full title. That's not the title. <laughs> Directed by Neil Bloomkamp. Blomkamp. 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 Written by some people I don't know, like Jason Hall. I wonder if he's related to James. I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. Zach Balin and Alex 
C? Yeah, sure. Starring David Harbour from Stranger Things, Orlando Bloom from Lord of the Rings, and Archie Madeque. I don't know how to say his name, but Archie. From what? Extraction. No, wait, was it a movie? The Heart of Stone. Heart of Stone, sorry. Is he from there? I've, I haven't seen that one. So. Oh, he's from uh, Bo is Afraid. Thank you for paying attention when I was saying that. He's from Bo is Afraid mm-hmm. as Laughing Man. Sure, I, I definitely don't remember that. That movie was fucking bonkers. Yeah, I know. Although I heard that, you know, never mind. I'll talk later. Anyways, um, yes, I was. I wanted to see this movie just because it's uh, Neil Bloomkamp. Because <laughs> he did the cool shit like District 9 back in the day, which I really liked. Everyone loved District 9. That was yeah. his first movie. And then he did Chappie. Not right after. He did Elysium Yeah, first. he did Elysium. But then he did Chappie, and fuck mm-hmm. that movie. I would say fuck Elysium more. Never really? saw it. At least Chappie, Chappie? At least Chappie tried to do something. I think Elysium was just fucking boring. But now I feel like Chappie is going to be... You see the movie, The, the Creator? The did I see The Creator? Did I see the creator? What? There's a movie coming out that called The Creator. Get into that. I know, but it gives me like the vibes of like the same universe type of thing. Oh, okay. Well, that's, anywho, that's the only reason response. I saw it is because it's eight video games and Neil. So right on, right on. All right. So first thoughts are gonna go to the video gamer, Raphael. What? Yes. You are more video gamer than both of us, yes. That's not true. Yes, I think so. Your think setup so. alone is better than ours. No, it's not. To stream it? Yeah. Exactly, right. See? Uh, to stream? Uh, if oh. I actually did it. Yeah, but you don't do it, so. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I dug this movie. I thought it was um, I thought it was really, do- really well done. I like that it was... Um, what's it called? I like how they stylized the... Uh, the simulation thing. At first, I thought it was hokey, but then it actually worked out pretty decently. How they stylized the um, when he's in when he's driving in the video game, and he puts he's put in a cockpit um, for the for the car um, in the driver's seat, kind of thing. And um, yeah, I just I thought I thought that, I thought that worked really well. Uh, I overall like the fact that it was based on a true story. It's crazy. Um, what I dug was was really cool was um, the. Uh, the guy stunt double, right, or the guy who's actually racing is the actual guy who's this based on a true story, <laughs> which is um, the what's it called? The guy who actually did all the all these things. But there's um, I thought I never I I knew about this when it happened, like about a guy who made it who did that. But I never knew anything about the story. I don't know. If I'm sure. Obviously, we have you know its own things that are not true, right? But yeah, yeah. Like everything else, but also this is the only type of racing that I really don't watch as much. I mean, I know Le Mans because everyone knows Le Mans. I don't watch this. I don't know Le Mans. Well, you love fast car, NASCAR, right? No, um, but this is no. I, I watch NASCAR less than I watch this, but yeah. But this is like I don't look for this. I watch it when I want to. You know, like it's just like oh, it's on, cool. It's like tennis. That's the same thing. I don't look for tennis. I like watching tennis, but if it's on, oh, cool. But other than that, I just like. I don't know when it's on. It's just, it's on, you know? 
situations type type of thing. But I thought it was like I said, it was I thought it was really well done. You have uh, the fact that they got to work with, and it, obviously they look with the studio who made Grant, who does Grant Turismo, which is a uh, polyphony. They do a fantastic job with that video game, um, and I thought that like that partnership that they had with Sony, Nissan, and um, Polyphony, just doing all those things working together. I mean, it's like. It was gonna be just looking. It was gonna look amazing whether we wanted this movie to or not. Like even if they tried to not make this look amazing, it was gonna look amazing regardless. It's just they have so much attention to detail. It's disgusting. Like, and everyone knows they have so much. Also, um, Polyphony itself, the company, has um, so much uh, goodwill with everybody in the racing industry um, that uh, that they know when they they come out to like. They're there for the love of the, the love of the, the sport, the love of the cars, the love of everything. You know, like they're they're not just there like, oh, we're making a game, guys. You know, like, no, 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 no. They're there for the reasons of like, hey, we love this. Like, how do we how do we capture this? How do we make this right? You know, um, and the fact that it can transition into it, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, it was a fun movie. It was um, easy watch. I had no, I had little to no problems with the movie. But yeah, and I thought, uh, what's his face? The guy can't say his name that we that uh, Luke couldn't say his name either. Archie um, did do a bad job. For a guy that I've seen never before um, until this movie, so. same, yeah. And boys of hate, and um, right, 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 and uh, yeah, and uh, indie actor Orlando Bloom, yeah, mm-hmm. so. as executive. All right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Oscar. And my next. Now I have a real quick question before I tell you my opinion. Is this the most elite sports? Is that? Uh... According to the thing, yes. Well, that's, that's marketing. I mean, right? but it is. I think it has a very high price to enter. I I agree. I'm not. I'm saying, is it the? I'm not asking because I don't find it believable. I, I would be. I would believe it if it's true. I'm trying to think. What are the? What are the most elite kind of sports? Well, it's a it's a it. it's a high barrier to entry. Besides money, because you need to have money to like get into it, money. kind of thing, right? To even drive with something. You know, well, yeah, exactly. You need, you need, you need, you need, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you need this, the skill alone. Is not everyone has this type of skill to be a driver. Um, just like the reaction time you need, the attention mm-hmm. to detail, the physicality that you need to be put in through. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of that going into that most people don't know. It's like, oh, I'm driving a car. Yeah, no, bro. Like, it's not. You're driving a car. Like. You drive a car you know, really fucking fast. Like, yeah, and if you've never driven a car really effing fast for longer than five seconds while you were trying to catch a red light or something, like, and you probably really weren't there going that fast, it's like you don't, you don't really, you really don't know. Right. And it's one of those things, like, it you you need all that, and it is one of those. I would weird, totally be a passenger, uh, like on a track or some, like a some. Like they wear all these things nice. on purpose because they mean they need it. They need all these like ne- neck muscles properly for the G forces when they're turning, and like there's just a lot of crazy stuff that you do. Yeah, yeah. I, it is a it is a high barrier to entry um, because it's like you need uh, the the amount of skill that is required. Not everyone has, so right. I get why they say it is like an elite like sport in the world or the most elite like, sport in the world. Because you have to be the top of the top to be in there. Mm-hmm. I think the only other things that I would probably say would, would be in that they would probably be like horse stuff because horses are fucking expensive. I was gonna say horse, yeah, yeah. horse racing. sailing, sailing. That must be the most expensive one. No, uh, this is probably up there. This... I don't. I mean, no. I'm, I'm again. I, if someone tells me they, they look as yeah, racing I, is the most. Like, okay, I, I believe you, but yeah. I can see sailing being super expensive. Like I, on a low end. Like golf is expensive too. Like all, like also golf for me feels like one of those like 
support. You need a lot of time and membership. I don't know what the fuck you need, but you need a lot of things that also seems like too much for me. Again, not on the level of what we're talking about, sailing and racing. Those are, yeah. I think, are way Yeah, more. it's funny because uh, in comparison to, like, for me, the lowest barrier of entry, which is soccer, right? Soccer and ba- and basketball, you know, and football, right? Those are, yeah, I would say soccer, Football being third place, probably. But. Football? I would say soccer, rugby, and then everything. And then, yeah. Because there, there is just – it's just really the ball, right? You could make a goal with anything. Mm-hmm. You can make a goal with anything in rugby. Same thing with soccer. Mm-hmm. You don't really need anything else. Like, yeah, yeah the – like basketball, you need a court, you need a hoops, you need hoops, right? Uh, every park has one. You take too. a milk right. crate and nail it to a tree or something. Right. right. Also but, true. Again, but then you need to make sure that you can bounce the ball where the where you. Right, put the it's milk an extra step. That's what I'm saying. It's an yeah, extra yeah. step. There's right. more barriers. You, you don't start at zero. Barriers. You start at one with that. Zero is soccer and rugby. Hundred percent right. I get what you're saying. You're imagining racing is like starting at ten. You know, you need all these things to be. Yeah, moved. there's a lot of things, and it's just a lot of it is money. Yeah. So. And uh, so, likewise, another question for you guys um, is: uh, anyone play the game Gran Turismo? Yeah, of course, I love Gran Turismo. Very poorly, yes. Yeah, I'm. I so, yeah, I, I don't play it as much as I probably should, but it is one of those games that I when I want to play. You seem like I, more of a Forza guy, rough. Absolutely not. But when I want to play I'm more of a Forza guy because of the yeah. rewind function. Yeah. <laughs> when I want to play the game like this, I'll say, yeah. the, especially the latest iteration of, of Gran Turismo, it's it does a, such a fantastic job of just like making it easy to play and very easy to like. It's, the replayability is amazing on it. Hmm. It's like, I want to replay this. I want to read. I want to get better. And I want to get better at doing this. I want to get better at doing this. And it is one of those games that you can easily fall into, like, oh, man, kind of like that flight simulator game, right? A Microsoft flight simulator. You're like, all of a sudden, I want to be interested. Maybe I should get uh, a steering wheel. Well, maybe I should get pedals. Well, maybe I should, you know, like, and you're like, all of a sudden, you're like, I, next I thing you know, you know, right? You got you're like, fucking, you got radio control, fucking modules, and right? You're you're you're, you're rocking a three monitor, four monitor setup for your, you know, your, <laughs> yeah. It's just one of those. It's, I mean, I've seen yes. I remember at Micro Center they have like for race sims, just the attachment itself for the steering wheel is like a whole bespoke part itself. Like not the steering wheel, what the steering wheel goes into. Like no lie. There is a PS2 VR has the for Gran Turismo, and I'm so interested. Like, so the, interested. Well, now, do you guys consider this game to be a simulator or just a game? No, it's you know they call themselves the racing simulator, right? Um, is it though? Yeah. Would you, if, would you if, compare it to Farming Simulator, the the NASA one? The no, this is the, I wouldn't compare it to those because those for me those aren't the task of it is a simulator, right? Mm. This is the task, the look, the feel. It's but, but we can't get the feel, obviously. But if you go at the steering wheel, you get all these things that can be right. But the it's the task and the look in comparison to Power Wash Simulator, where yeah, the task is what you do in a game, but you're never gonna. It's not gonna. It looks like a game. Then this maybe maybe Gran Turismo has uh, gone far like farther beyond that and being, being able to do both, be a yeah. fun game and a simulator at the same time. Right. Whereas the simulator only games kind of just stick to the nerd, very nitty gritty details of that, yeah. and are good at that, but they're not exactly fun unless you're into that. Yeah. Whereas then- this game is both ways, right? Yeah, and then what the the, the really fun aspect of this game of the of a Gran Turismo game is is obviously you get to race these super high end vehicles that you would never probably even be able to like look at. I mean, yeah, look at life. for sure, but like never. I mean, you walk into a show floor and you're like, yeah, don't touch this. Like, right? <laughs> it's one of those. Yeah. 
service entrances through the back. So. Right, yeah, one of those things. For, I mean, 100% <laughs> is just so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, and, uh, my opinion on this movie is that, you know, I just wanted your opinions on those, because those are top two, like, you know, th- questions I had with this movie. Not questions, but things I thought of while watching the movie. Is that this movie is equal parts uh, a lot of fun and equal parts like like kind of dis- kind of bad <laughs> kind of disastrous a little bit um like i think i had um problems with it after i was i saw it and, and something's du- during i saw it and weird problems came after i saw this movie regarding and this is not a real problem it's just weird that they chose to do it this way and that's where i have a kind of an issue because like this movie's hailing to be um, more like, I mean, an, any movie that's based on any kind of true story or anything like that does say that a bunch in their marketing and then it's part of the thing, right? But this one is doing it a little bit harder than most of those kind of movies, I feel like. how Even Luke is saying, Gran Turismo, based on true story. Like, it's part of a title, right? Like, it's funny, but because also, but that's the marketing of it, right? Yeah. Um, is that this movie is I'm sorry, barely based on the fucking true story. You guys know that, right? You guys read on this? I um, do. Yeah, I do. I, mean, I, I, I remember when this happened, yeah. so. No, yeah. No, yeah, right. It did. I mean, the events essentially did happen. It's just way different also. So, like, I, I think uh, that's something I want to get into in spoilers for sure because I think it is spoiler-filled. But uh, before going to that, I just want to say that some of the – there's a lot of issues in this movie that I have a few problems with. And so – but the racing itself, the build-up to the racing itself – even some of the like, um, you know the you know the camaraderie with this group of kids, the 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 the, the, the tie-in they had with the opening of the movie. There's like this bookends regarding the what's the name of that company that made Grand Turismo? Polyphony. Polyphony. Thank you. There's some Polyphony stuff in it that I didn't expect uh, regarding the making of the game and the design of the game and the details they go into. Like, all that stuff was fun, and I sent the build-up to the races and the races themselves a lot of fun. I do. I really wanted this movie to succeed for Neil Blomkamp because he's had a rough time this last 10 years, you know? Um, like, he was almost hailed as, like, a great sci-fi director, and he's been kicked off sci-fi projects left and right because of his last two, you know, last three movies, you know? and Which including Robocop and including a, an alien, not a reboot, but, like, an alien movie he was going to make, apparently. Um, again, he's not making those anymore, but um, it just sucks. But he came back with this movie that isn't at all sci-fi, his regular shtick. And I want to see if he could pull it off. And I think he did pull it off. Like, technically, he did pull it off. And I think some of those racing scenes are really badass. They kind of remind me of Rush, but Rush with a mix oh, yeah. of, uh, remember that movie? Um, Gran Turismo. And I mean, uh, Fast and the Furious. It, no, I wouldn't say Fast and Furious, but I would say uh, Rush mixed with, uh, I don't know, something like, something more modern, maybe. Uh, so, yeah, I, overall, Fast I did have fun. Fast eight, fat. Fate. No, 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 F eight. You mean? No, that's F nine. Yeah. Sorry, that's Fate of the Furious. That's part eight. Um, get it, Fate. Anyway, I know. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I did. I did overall have fun with the movie. I did give it a positive review, but like, yeah. um, like I said, I had some issues with it too. So that's what I think, Luke. I think you're next. I really dug it. It was fun. It was exciting. Uh, obviously, I'm sure. I mean, they took a lot of liberties with this movie in terms of what actually took place but for the most part hey it's entertainment and that's what it was that's what it uh that's what it aimed for and that's what it's doing yeah. I, I liked it i'm gonna definitely watch it again 
I'll probably own it on my iTunes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's a, a bit of high price for me because I don't know. About it, it, it is one of those movies that is just visually pleasing. Mm-hmm. In my okay. opinion. Yeah. Um. Do you feel like this? Uh, I feel like the one of the issues with this movie, and this is this is complete. This is doesn't have to be spoilers for it. Is that this movie treats its audience like they're like? I feel. Do you, okay? So this. Do you guys believe or feel that this movie treats its audience like they don't know much about games? Because I feel like it does. I feel like they go out of their way to over-explain, like. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? You know what I think it it beats the dead a dead horse, right? With it, it doesn't it not not that I think it beats the dead horse with telling us that there are people who don't know what video games are. Well, I feel like that's the same concept. It is the but same, yeah, but it, yeah. the the message right. of what it's saying is right. it's just from that perspective. Yes. So I do agree with you, though. I yeah. do agree with you. It does it does feel like that. Like I feel like that. Jesus got annoying. Christ, we get it. That's most yeah. of the people. Most people people don't play the fucking video games, especially during these times. Right, that we're supposed to be. This is supposed to be happening. I mean, more people are well, definitely no, playing. They a made lot. this into like a modern thing with like PS Five, whereas I think the original took. Three. Well, I was about to say that. Like, wait, like, was it bothersome that this was a PS Three era game that right. they based it on, or is it uh, no? Because Sony needs to sell PS Fives, not PS Threes. Well, that's what I say. Like, how do you guys feel about that? Like that transition. Because it doesn't feel effortless. Like it feels like this movie's modern, but it isn't. I, I that's not, I had a problem with that, especially right. that especially that part where he, um, where he's uh, buying uh, that one thing later in the movie. The wheel? Oh no, you mean no, 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 later in the movie. And I'm like, so what are we in the past or current? Like, right. What are we doing here? And it was right. so annoying, and I was like, oh, buying so, what? Uh, we'll get to that as spoilers. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it did feel like it was contradicting itself. By trying to be in two time periods, because really yeah, of course PlayStation will it, never try to sell. You should have just, old. you should have just stuck to it. In my opinion, I think you should just stuck to the time period it was in, or the other way around and make it completely all like something, something. Um, you know, like I don't mind if they change things. I'm a big fan of you know changing things from the thing if it makes it better from the real life because it's a fake movie anyway. But um, like, just stick to one side, you know, stick to one lane here. Get it because they're driving. Anyway. Um, uh, but at the same time, though, one of the game components that they introduced in the in the in the movie that they do a few times, more than a few times, that I enjoyed every time, though, is like the whole thing. And I don't know if this is true in the game because I've never played Gran Turismo, but I played other games like Need uh-huh. for Speed and stuff. They have it where like the line appears to the best best lane for you to follow, best line yeah, for you yeah. to follow to mm-hmm. succeed in the racing. And obviously, the thing is, is that this kid doesn't uh, tries to make a better right. Yes. better uh, thing than the line. Well, yeah, since he and, and it's, it's it's such a unique uh, experience for him. It's like like that's a it, cool. Po- I like that part. Yeah, it's like, like um, you know, snakes on a plane. When the guy finally, I have uh, <laughs> uh and, and I bring up the random ass thing, right? Because he's like, I have like a hundred thousand hours in uh, in simulation. Because the guy played. Uh, is that what uh, happens next? I don't, you remember that movie sim- way more than I do. Yeah, right? he played fight sleep. That's how he got landed on the plane. That's is that the true? Thing. Yeah, yeah. For real? Goes, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He goes, don't worry about it. He's uh, he's got like a hundred thousand hours oh, in. Uh, I didn't know say something was in, so in flying. And he was like, "What? Yeah, it's all simulation, though." And like, wait, what? And like in, in flight simulator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ! Like, we're gonna die. Like, you know, that's okay. Hey, I think commercial pilots only get like two hundred fifty hours of actual flight time before they get the license. Yeah, no, it was just it's one of those things. hours more than this, this kid got, right? And this guy literally takes it. That's he's got more sim time than any 
any racer, you know? Right, so right, for, right. For him, it is one of those things where he's able to do all these things, especially with that, like, the whole line thing. That would just make sense. That's like a gamer thing. Now, that you know, that reminded me of a gamer thing that I used to go through. I don't know if you did this too, Ralph. When you and I, especially me, maybe, I don't know who did it more, but I think it was me, I'm not sure. Um, we used to play DDR a lot. That's Dance Dance Revolution. I used to dream and see in full view of my waking life the arrows yeah. everywhere. The effect. Did you yeah, ever have that? Effect, yeah. The Tetris effect, yes. Yeah. Did you ever have that, Rob, with DDR? Oh, 1,000%. It's like it felt like that. That was a that was a cool gaming component for me. It wasn't a racing component. It was a gaming thing. Like he was seeing it in real life. That line. Yeah. And I was like, I do that with DDR. I used to, and because he used to play for hours, hours all the time. Yeah, every yeah. Day. I, I bet it was one of those things. And it's just like yeah. he just needed to be comfortable, right? Yeah. So. And I was like, that was a cool like little thing for gamers. I think it was really cool. Again, they did beat that over the head a lot for sure. But like it was, uh, I think it was really good. Done. Well, well done. In the movie. Um, what was we talking about? I think we, were ta- I think we got away from a point earlier. Oh, hey, fun fact: hmm. uh, John Mordenborough. We share the same birthday. Who's John? Is that the uh, John? 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 I thought you said John. I heard John too. Okay, I heard John. Okay, yeah. Jan, yeah, Jan, I get John. Yeah, yeah, yeah for John. sure. John Garner, yeah. Um, okay, good, good for you. Yeah. Yeah, everyone, look it up, and then uh, you know, go. Kill um, Luke. <laughs> um, anything you guys want? To, I feel like I want to get into spoilers, but, but like uh, anything you guys want to say before getting into spoilers? I mean, one quick thing about David Harbor is that I think he's doing like a, a is David Harbor shtick. He's not like I don't think he's anything amazing. He's definitely not Santa Claus great, you know. But like um, he does a good job. He does a good job of being like the hard ass fucking. Of course, you know, like. Yeah, I you saw that coming for sure. Like, but it's a very, very sticky and a fun way, predictable way, but fun, right? Um, yeah, predictable but fun is a good. I, way I feel like it. the trailer kind of ex- 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 says it's like what you see in the trailer is what you get in the movie. Yeah, hundred exactly. percent. Like no, no additional thing. There's a backstory to the guy, of course. Like there has to be, but like otherwise, it's the same, right? Um, I feel like that wasn't anything big. Orlando Bloom, though, I felt like. Um, Moving into some sort of douche corporate, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> Roll. Yeah. Right? That's the, that's the feel yeah, I have. It felt like it's so bad. Yeah. Right? I mean, um, what do you think of that? Because, you know, we don't really see Orlando Bloom a lot. No, I mean, he's busy. Doing what? Comic-Con for Legolas? No. What is he doing? Fighting in Mordor. <laughs> okay, so he's not busy. Um, I'm... T- he was in um he was in that show and I was on Prime. Uh, they came up with a season two, but Oh I, Carnival Row? Yeah, that's it. I saw that movie. I saw that first season. And he was just okay. Unfortunately he wasn't actually I would say he was sometimes bad in the movie. Oh, okay. But uh I, um he does seem like he has been pigeonholed a lot too. To like fantasy? a lot of fantastical yes, of course, fantasy stuff. But anyway, um I, do we find him like, you know, enjoyable, believable in some way, like or too douchey or I, I believe him. Yeah, I believe his character. How he was trying to do, like, do shit like, oh, you know. I would say his the opening of him, like, tr- convincing the Nissan executives to do this crazy thing, that did not seem, that did not feel believable. Like, I don't think, he wouldn't have convinced me with that speech. Just saying, you know. Especially since we're hearing, a tr- they're hearing it translated live in front of them, you know, so that's probably yeah. Um, But, you know, it was okay. Like, I wish he had a little bit more charisma. Like, I wish he... I don't know. I felt like he had not a lot going on. 
and I kind of wanted more out of him. You know, I don't know. I don't know what to expect from Orlando Bloom. I, I really, the last time I really liked him was actually Lord of the Rings. So you know, it's so long ago. I don't really, you know, whatever. Um, anything else before spoilers, gents? I don't think so. I guess we're gonna have to go into spoiler territory. All right, spoilers for Gran Turismo starting now. All right, should we start by um, you know illuminating the differences between real life and and this thing? It's just funny because Luke, you were saying earlier how you know it didn't bother you if it if it changes things to make it more exciting or whatever, which is usually my stance. But in this case, it's like we're we're flipping roles here it's because exactly it bothered me of the changes they made because they're so blatantly like incorrect while this movie is hailing in an advertisement is hailing to be based on a true story this incredible crazy true story which is essentially true the, the I mean, fact that they got what? the simulators to play to really race and it worked out for them right that's the actual core true story but to find out that it wasn't this guy that did it first and that you know all these changes, like he, like the, the you know the whole experiment had gone right before he was like he graduated from this uh, Nissan Gran Turismo Academy. Yeah. After the first year, like it, well, he wasn't the first. You know, like things like that. Like I felt like they they stole the story from the guy who originally won and did better than the actual real Jan. Like all this stuff kind of bothered me. Didn't it bother you a little bit? Like I feel wait, like wait, they were. What do you mean? Do you? Yeah, like uh, Jan wasn't the first. To... Wasn't I thought he was the first mm-hmm. for the? That's uh... not what I read. Now I mean I didn't see any clips or anything, but like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go that into it. But yeah, he wasn't the first to graduate the academy and first to go on races and win shit for this for this experiment. I mean, hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like I felt like they stole the spotlight from the guy who did it first. Now, granted, maybe that guy didn't want to give his rights for his life story, which is understandable. But either way, it just feels like such a weird lie, right? Like a it felt like a it felt like a little not dirty but something like that, you know? Um because I feel like the story's there all the time. It's right there. And then you don't have to copy, like I said, you don't have to copy it. But like I feel like the things they changed, I don't think they changed for the better, you know? I feel like it was worse is somehow, you know. Again, when they're hailing it to be based on a true story. So that kind of it just bothered me. It's just weird. I hate this based on true story shit. I hate it so much. Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, I'll, I'll read it real quick. For yeah, yeah, go ahead. So he's um, the third and youngest winner of GT Academy. Okay, youngest. Um, okay, third and youngest. Okay, um, and then he was rewarded with a drive for Nissan at the Dubai twenty four hour race, and then um, he competed full time British GT Championship, Formula mm-hmm. Three cha- European Championship. Mm-hmm. In GP3 series, he also competed in the 24-hour Le Mans, finishing third. He did do that and mm-hmm. on his debut in 2013. So that is true. Like there are some aspects that are actually oh, yeah. really, yeah. Really and true. the accident I hear was true too. Yes, uh, but that was after. That was after. He doesn't say that. That did to come after. They did it before. They did a Bohemian Rhapsody where they changed the time a little bit. They did change more. the timeline of some of the stuff, which right? is fine. Again, that's fine. It's, I, it's a character-driven motivation thing. I'm fine with that. That and I'm, I'm I'm fine with that too. But I. I do agree with you. With I think it would have been it would have been awesome to to because it's something established and it would have been a better thing also. Even to even even something established, the parent even didn't want to want him to because it's a video game. Something established that other people have won this and he's trying to win it. And even that, he's like, you know what I'm saying? That would have worked just as well. 
just as well because the father can say like what are the chances kid you're gonna do right. this go work right. for a living exactly but it says it says he beat out ninety thousand entries entrance that's a lot that's a lot of people that's a lot right? of nerds yeah <laughs> i mean considering they only take what one per <laughs> I don't know why that was region or whatever you know uh-huh yeah so it is one of those things you're just like that's right. crazy like and I, I kind of found that kind of uh, uh, confusing why they do it this way, you know. And also, what parent wouldn't be proud once he was in? His parents would never come until the very end. That's ridiculous. Um, I think I mean, it was. I, you know what? It cost a lot of that's money. That's how they showed it. No, no. Okay, okay. like the, 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 the parents were not proud. The son could get him in. No, it wasn't that. I this is this is where I, I agree. Yeah, he with, this is done was failures. Then. The failures Sorry, of the one, movie, at, one at a time, in yeah. my opinion. Okay, the failures of the movie, right? Okay, the failures of the movie are the relationship with the, any relationship he's got that's outside with of that racing. girl and the parents. I well, think and, well, outside of racing, which is the girl yeah. and the parents, right? Exactly. That's, okay. That's, okay. So this, the failures of the movie are those, and I 100 percent agree with you. Yeah. The thing with the parents because they they do a decent job of setting it up, right? Of like, hey, my 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 dad is telling me, you know, like you got to do something with the future. My mom is like. Well, whatever you're ready, you know, just do something yeah. as long as you know, which is very mom and dad like, right? That's fine. And they do a setup like, don't become me, don't be guy the guy working yeah, over here. I agree with that. So Every, everything's working out. Do something. Just do something. Anything, right? Cool. And then he does something. And he's like, just don't do that. <laughs> like you know, and you're like, what the fuck, right? Okay. And they set up this whole thing where you could have even gone like, I was ashamed of you know, I was already, uh, I was already ashamed of the fact that. I shamed you into not doing this, and then you did it, and then I was already. You know, they could have gone into anything, but no, they instead more. ignored it until like the they, third act. They should have just cut the girlfriend thing and kept that family thing more, and it would have made a better tie, and it should gave it gave the time that it did it instead with the girlfriend in it. In my opinion, honestly, it would have done a lot more even if they just like if they kept everything. Not that I wanted everything in there, but like if they had to keep everything. If they just show the parents being proud from them getting into the school, or even like better than that, the, getting into this first race. Yeah, like they, the, the little they did was a phone call with his mom. Yeah, and his dad, and then the the, the and then it was a disservice because it's like yeah. the dad doesn't want to talk to you. Right? What? You're like, like, what are you talking what? about? Right. Your son is going like one exactly. percent shit right now. But like, he's not playing exactly. football. Yeah. No. Right. Right. Clearly. Right. I mean, that Blue Jay scene was cool, though, when he finds out that he, that he put his logo on the car or the helmet or whatever. That yeah, was that's... a touching moment, but, like, too late, man. Uh, do you agree with this, Luke, or do you or you're fine with all that? I was fine. So your dad doesn't – not part of you is what you're saying. <laughs> no. Nope. You're used to this. You're like, I, I for, I, every day. <laughs> I would go to Alaska and be like, oh, I should tell my folks I'm flying out there in, like, two days. Well, okay, clearly this is – the background of that but um yeah i just feel like i, I think my parents just found out going to japan last therapist. week yeah hmm. so that's interesting i don't know anyway i found that kind of annoying i found that kind of like you guys are unbelievable yeah, we know you tell us everything yeah, yeah. and you do tell us <laughs> well in advance when you're going to alaska which actually you do tell us well in advance. not like yeah. the day before yeah, we appreciate that yeah we do appreciate it we'd be part of it if you start racing <laughs> you, you are we, the family we would be I proud choose. of you yeah yes yeah. we would be proud of you if uh, you started racing yeah uh, if so you kill a whole family i mean know, i would talk that. shit about you behind your back and to your face right after but yeah i would 100 percent say that yeah mm-hmm. that's our love language really that's our, yep mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the girl thing was not good because I think it was 
not even remotely you know what? The developed. Girl thing, the, what I liked about the girl thing, especially in the beginning, was that he's so young and he doesn't know what he's doing. And I like that scene. Kind of, sure. And, and I, well, I, I really like thought we're going to see her again. Though. I like the scene because he's like he doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know what he's doing with a lot of things in his life because he's mm-hmm. just young. But what he is good at it because he's got fucking no time but playing video games is that he's good at this video game. Yeah. That's cool, right? And everyone's like, you're so you're so into this that you don't even see the world like. You can't even pay attention to things mm. that are right in front of you, right? Yeah. So yeah, right. that, like, there's little things that are that work, but also it's just like, did I need that? Like, this movie could have been like, if we're trimming fat, this that that's where the fat is. Yeah, yeah. It was really quite honest. You, you could cut you her have, off completely. You have really good that. character development already going on with him. Like, you don't need to yeah. worry about the rest of his life. Not yeah. that the rest of his life wasn't happening during these times. It's just. Like again, I'm not gonna uh, the, stick with the parents. Stick with the family. It would have been better. No, stick with just uh, the the uh, um. What's that? They needed the that coach? Instagram money. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I guess so. Right, they did put the Instagram on there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the coach the name. What was his name? Uh, the actor's name. Um. The, the, David Harbor. The... David Harbor. Thank you. I was okay. I want to say Toby. I, I actually know. never know his name, and so I have I have to read it every time. I'll never remember. Yeah, I guess name. it's all for David. Me. Uh, Hard for me to remember. David Harbour? Yeah. Really? I'll never remember his name. I'm also having trouble. Anyway. I just say the guy, the sheriff from Stranger Things. Right. You're not wrong. I know I'm not. Hopper. Hop. Let's call him Hop. I forget forget his name. I should. I I don't know his name in the show. Hopper. I just fucking said it three times. I know, but if you didn't tell me that, I'd be like, oh, yeah, the sheriff guy who's banging this dude's mom. Yeah, went on a writer. Um, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. so uh, I did like, like that their scene, relationship. Though. I liked that the, the builder for that was great. Uh, the yeah. whole champagne bit, the whole um, Le Mans, you know, the history and that guy, yeah. you know, like it was it was good. I, that was good. I, that was well my, my one of my favorite scenes is the crash though because of how it happened, and I knew exactly why it happened. And that's not something like if you watch the sport, I, saw, you know I, why. I also I didn't need the sport to know that wind can do that. Well, not only that, but it was wind and it was uh, lack of fuel. The car isn't weighed down by the fuel anymore, so he's he can go so much faster. I thought that I thought that right away. But oh, my I first know. thought was like, well, obviously wind, right? You're, ca- thought, you're catching wind, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what Luke's doing right now, right? And then, <laughs> yeah, actually, that is true. And uh, as uh, you're catching wind, but since his because they, they were they were talking about pitting before that, like, hey, we need to get we need to fuel you up, change tires yeah, and everything. Okay, that that's gonna bring your weight up. Because you know you're adding more weight, you're adding more fuel, um, and that just like made so much sense to me immediately. Just because I I obviously watch the sport every time. So what you're saying is we should get EV cars to do this racing. Uh, you kidding? You know how much those fucking things weigh? You kidding? <laughs> no, because actually there's a strategy to like I'll go faster towards the end of the race because right. I'll have less fuel. I can act, add an extra five or six miles per hour or whatever and i know it doesn't sound like much but when you're winning no yeah i mean that's a 24 hour one too whatever one of the best parts that they did was when the guy's like oh he's got like a two second uh lap time no lead over like from first or second place yeah and they had the car pass us by uh-huh. And then we went, and it was just like nothing happened for that was good and a half seconds beautiful too yeah and you're just like Wow, that was two and a half seconds. You're like, yeah, yeah that was a really long time. It's a world. It's a world. It's a world of difference. Yeah, and it's funny because I watch Formula One just about every race, and every time I see it, the guys always he's like thirty seconds ahead of everybody. That's the fucking first place. nuts. Dude, the guy's always winning by like, if not double digits, like astronomical double digits, which is like thirty seconds, right? Which is hard, he, hard to pull off. Yes. Oh, it is. No, but it's just so funny because like you'll see he won, and they're like, "Yeah, he won," and they're like the commentators are talking, and then all of a sudden, it's like, "Oh, in second place, like, oh shit, 
I forgot there's other other people racing still because he yeah. won so long ago. It feels so long ago. Yeah. You know, the guy's already like halfway through the course. What's right? crazy is like is you know with like uh, if you ride behind someone, you have less uh, wind wind resistance. Yeah. yeah so yeah, you 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 get a slipstream. Yeah, yeah stream. Yeah, you get a slipstream, right? But also you get dirty air when you're behind somebody. So that's also a big deal. So you get dirty air, so when you, you get to all that, all those fumes, all those things that come to you, all the it's breaking not good. Wind. It's not good to be right. All the breaking ones. All the it's not good to be behind too long. It's great for passing up, though. It's great for that launch, that slingshot, you know. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I do. Uh, I like that in, in racing, and I, again, I really see that in games more than because I don't watch racing. So one thing about this movie, um, the minutia of the of the racing itself, any problems there at all? And I am leading up to something, but anything like that that you guys maybe wanted more of or something at all that you didn't get or vice versa? Like, oh, we got uh, everything I wanted or like everything makes sense know. to you? I'm pretty sure there should have been like some diaper wearing or a piss jug. Oh, I, no. No, they just hold it. I wish uh, they would have shown I'm pretty sure they soiled of... themselves. Hmm. Maybe. I, yeah. wish, I wish they would have shown more like also like they did a good job of like explaining it, but then they didn't. They never did any follow up through, which is or very little follow through, which is uh how intensive it is. You sweat a ton. They actually lose a lot of weight when you're in a when you're a racer. Uh, That's an advantage. You know you do, but it's also like they have to they monitor that very very much because it's it's very important. You're losing all of this water weight and you have to rehydrate afterwards. You know, like because you so you came in at two eighteen. Just as an example, you know you're nowhere near that heavy, but and all of a sudden at the end of the race, you're like two twelve, and you're like, bro, you lost six pounds, and it's just right and in a race, and you're like, okay, you race for like two hours, and you lost six pounds. That's a ton of water weight. Like you gotta rehydrate, you know. Right. So it's it is important, and like I feel like they made a big deal in the beginning, especially like you're gonna you know when they were training, but they kind of mm-hmm. just sidestepped that. I also hated the villain in this movie. Um, that gold car, yeah, the gold Lambo. It was the rich people. Yeah. yeah, I just hated them. Which was also they were the rich people. They were, but they were third. They were racing for third place, which is so funny to me. Yeah. yeah. Um. So my uh, another big problem with the movie I have is that I feel like they did not succeed, and this is one of the things I felt was crucial about this movie specifically. I I don't I didn't get I don't know. I, get, I I wanted to see more of the process of why they just kept saying that these kids who play simulation can be good at racing. I didn't see any evidence of that. I just saw them doing it. Now, I didn't know how they were doing it. Like, nothing was explained as to what details was translated in, in that from being a gamer to a natural racer. It, it's that whole... I mean... I guess for me it was there because I already know this. I'm, I'm in. Well, the thing right? is that if you know how racing works in general, maybe it might be easier for you. But definitely well, not. You're for a gamer me. and a racist. <laughs> uh-huh. um, for the layman though, like myself and like most people watching this movie, I'm again maybe most people don't care, but I definitely wanted to That's see what, <laughs> what makes them special at all. Like yeah. what, what, like what, what makes them strategy reaction time. I feel like we cannot. They just say it. They don't show any. Of, they don't really do any other thing with it. I don't see I mean, where. By him not following the lines and he's doing his own thing, that's like a strategy. 
Yeah. No, that's, I think that was just him. He was pretty sure. Really I good. do that all the time. That's because I suck <laughs> at the games that I I'm off saying, the track. Yeah. I have to hit the rewind button. I feel like the closest the movie got was when he was describing that, uh, I forget what he called it, something about the break when he was out training. Yes. Yeah. That's the closest yeah. and to that's, something. Yeah. It is one of those things, right? Um, I feel like I if think, I watched the movie, I'd give you more examples. I just don't remember. No, exactly. no, no. I, I ever say they, I think they sh- they they showed all the the all the people getting kicked off, right? When mm-hmm. they made all those mistakes, and it is one of those things like you're never gonna you're not gonna get better in time, or you're not gonna get good enough to be the where you were comparison where everybody else is, right? Um, it's not worth the effort for you to to be a racer because you don't have it in you to do these things that you would do in a video game. Because again, it is that whole like restart thing, right? I fuck I fucked up in the video game, I didn't make this turn properly. I can just restart. I can just rewind. I can just do whatever, right? In comparison to like you need to know how to do it and you need to know how to do it right right then and there. Of course you're gonna mess up in spots, but you, you need to know that eventually you're gonna overcome that. And that's they show it, but they don't explain it. They show it with those people who leave. And they bring it up once with the main character. Um, but I get, I get what you're saying. I get the, the leap that you want. Yeah. Um, I, but for me, I'm, I see it cause I'm in both, right. Mm. In both camps already. Yeah. So, then, yeah I guess it worked out better for you then. Yeah. Um, I didn't have, I didn't have too much of a problem with that for me, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad that it makes sense for you then, because again, I, I feel like, I feel like the movie, I feel like the only thing the movie was saying to these kids that only play the game to be real racers was like, just commit. Yeah. Just commit. Just make sure you commit. You have to commit to it. Like I feel that's the only thing they really no, tell. No, it's do. get good. Let's <laughs> no, commit. He does say that, doesn't he? Uh, I don't know. I don't no, know. he does. I think he, he does probably say. does. Yeah, it's one of those no. things. Probably slipped through. Anyway, anything else on the movie? No, I like the CGI. I thought it was very awesome. It's. I thought it was a fun watch. I, like I said, I'm definitely going to buy this. Yeah, I, still, I still think it's a fun watch. I I'll buy probably the buy the video game. Or yeah, I like the. Well, you don't need it. I have a digital version, a digital copy of it. If you want it, I have the physical version of it, and I have a digital copy of it because I have. How'd you the, get a? How'd you get a digital copy? It comes with it. it. Comes with two copies. Yeah, it came with two copies of the game. The game came with two copies. Weird. I know. That's free for you, bro. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. Uh, anything else on the movie? Oh, no, I was gonna say I do like how the beginning when it shows that he makes a virtual cockpit when he's playing the game, and then when he's racing, he shows the like he was back at home, oh, yeah, of course. racing the thing. I like that. Yeah, that was a good a little yeah. little. They do it twice or three times there. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I like all the times they did it. Um, I hope it's the uh, redemption of Neil Blomkamp. I do hope so. Though. I mean, the movie's not doing bad, so that's good. Yeah. So hopefully that's enough. Uh, so they're moving better than the last few movies for sure. I think. So yeah, like, again, it sounds like demonic? a positive thing. If it gets them to make more movies, definitely for sure. I don't want anyone in prison or jail except for like the real assholes. Um, and I don't think he gets one. So that's it for our review of Gran Turismo. Overall positive because we all did enjoy it. It's not like it was unenjoyable. And uh, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna review our second film, which is what Luke Extraction Two. Are you sure this time? The extradition. Stay with us. After barely surviving his grievous wounds from his mission in Dhaka, Bangladesh, Tyler Rake is back, and his <laughs> team is ready to take on their next mission. Chris Hemsworth. Extraction 2. The extracting. The extradition. 
I mean, it should be called Extraction 2 Vanilla Extract. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know why. Anywho, funny. this is a Netflix original that came out on June 16th. Yes, we are scraping for movies. Thank you, Writer Strike and Actor Strike. Not all of us are scraping for movies. Uh, anyway, directed by Sam Hargrave, written by Joe and Anthony Russo from The Avengers and Community. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. They started in no Community. Idea. That's where they started their directing stuff. Oh, okay. And some guy, Andre Parks, I don't know who that is. They directed the paintball episodes, which is why they were so good, you know? Oh, well. If you remember. I, I remember that. Those are those some awesome episodes. Yeah, right. They really love their paintball. All right. Um, so, yeah, this is a sequel to Extraction. <laughs> which, um, okay. I'll go first on this. <clears throat> this was a fine movie. It is definitely that. Um, felt very CGI heavy. And it's a great summer action flick, if that's your thing. Not a lot of... Um, I don't know. Didn't seem like a lot of substance to me. And... Yeah, that's all I got for the entire movie. No, um, oh, I, did you I'm see so the first one? I mean, do you like better yes. the first one? Or? I, th- I think the first one stuck with me a little more, and especially like the one super long scene that they did in it. Mm-hmm. Which I know they tried to do the same thing here in this one, but I was like, no, mm-hmm. they succeeded. The, the, nah, there, there's some cuts in there. I'm pretty. Oh sure no, no, there are cuts in both. Yeah, but it seems like the, the first one had like seem more, it was seem a little more seamless. <laughs> it seemed a little seamless. I will tell you that that it um it was easier to doctor the first the the, the long take in the first movie. Yeah, than the second right because it didn't look so also ridiculous. But every time they turn the camera, you were moldy fast. That's a cut. Mm-hmm. So they're doing it all the time in that first one. Oh yeah, and the second one they're doing it all the time too. It just looks more prominent because. That's not a spoiler because it's the first major action sequence of the of the movie, but they go from a prison thing all the way to a car, then to a train. You know, yeah. until the train blows. Like it's insane. Like no way one shot's doing that, right? right uh, I right, think right. the best part about the first movie was like where like the cameraman had to jump off the fucking ledge into like yeah like, roof to another. Yeah, I mean, so. but like that prison yard though. I'm sorry, I'm I'm I'm, 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 I'm like, I, it I, was I, like yeah. the, the action and stuff. That was the cool part. Everything else is like okay. It was a great action movie. Like if it was like a you know summer theater release, be great for that. But yeah, it would have been great in theater. The plot and things like that. You're just like yeah, I know where this is going. This is where every other movie has gone essentially. Now let me ask you something. Did you feel the same way of the first movie? Plot wise. Yes. No, I'm asking Luke. But Actually, I don't remember. Oh. It, well, I did see it recently, so I have that. Oh, so it's fresh in your mind. Yeah. Yeah, right. It is fresh in my mind. You're right. Uh, but I agree with Roth, though. He said, yes, I, I agree. Very basic plot shit. I mean, this is, again, these are, they feel like, not throw-offs, throw-downs? What's that? Throw? Throw-up? Throwback? Throwbacks. <laughs> I just trying to think of the word. Throwbacks to 90s and 80s, you know, uh, rated R horror. I mean, rated R action movies, sorry. Yeah. Like when, Arnold, when Arnold went hardcore and his horror, like Raw Deal, right? Or something like that, right? And this is the same. 
the same kind of torture thing that the, the the gruesome crimes the, the justice that's much more bloodier because of it it's it's an adult action movie and that's the, and the throwback is to the to that time period to our age you know when we we're kids robocop yeah robocop sure i mean that's I mean, that has a bit more different should... that's a sci-fi element to it but yes you're right i mean shot a man in the dick so yeah, I mean, that was a hardcore movie. They were doing drugs. They were doing a lot of crazy things in that movie. And the original Robocop. And by the way, the the remake, oh, so bad. Because they took out all that stuff. I mean, anyway, whatever. Getting excited here. Anyway. Um, that, that should be a new marathon. So bad I think remakes. it's... Bad remake. I mean, that's... Why are we thinking bad? Why don't we just go for good remakes? How about that? It's so much easier to talk about uh, good stuff. Not to mention more material. I hate you. Um... That's why we make fun of you all the time. And can't wait for you to leave to Japan so we can do a show finally. Well, um, <laughs> that's just the way I'm not bringing that up. Uh, and I think that, uh, anyway, that uh, this movie's throwing back to, like I said, and um, and both movies have very simple, like pretty, kind of predictable plots, right? I mean, I'm not saying it's a good, I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying that I didn't expect anything different. Did you expect something more, uh, Luke, on the sequel? Or, uh, no, I expected just like some cool action set pieces, and that's about it. Oh, so so did it live up to your expectations? Then? Yeah, although I don't know, if it was like a the the CGI and some of those things are just a little. I thought it was pretty rough. seamless to me. Like it was well done. I mean, I felt like it was. No, so it was not talking about like the transitions from like scene to scene or you know the uh-huh. cuts. I'm talking about like the actual like. No, I'm like saying those backdrops, looked... and I was like, huh. it looked kind of. Did it look kind of funky points. or weird? Oh, I thought it looked fine to me. Raph, did you get that feeling too? That I felt like a little janky on the CGI. Uh, no. I don't can't. No, I don't think so. I mean, it's not the most recent because I haven't seen this since like late June. So. I saw it. I mean, I even stopped the movie, upgraded my Netflix to the better 4K, and went back to rewatch it. I was like, mm, still looks a little jank. Hmm. I guess. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you're seeing there, Luke, but I. What, I, what, what in specific, if you can? Yeah, can you? Yeah. Maybe. It honestly felt there were some moments where I felt like he's standing in front of a fucking green screen, like how, like where his body was and how, like. Huh. The, the behind him like was like, I'm like this looks like he, it's bad CGI. That's funny because the movie why. like they kind of this kind of this kind of director heralds big being out there as much as possible, doing as much as stunt like he's doing as much stunts as possibly can with the actual actor. So I don't know doing it's a just, lot of location shoots. Certain parts were just like more than mm-hmm. most movies. This movie's doing that, which is funny. Maybe that's why it looked more out of place when they if they had to do any kind of real green screen work that it may look way more out of place than a typical movie because a typical movie action movie would use a lot more green screen so it's like more like it's more sheen like it's more like sheened up that way you know right maybe mm-hmm. that's maybe that's what you're talking maybe that's I'm trying to just pinpoint yeah. what you're trying to say um i didn't see it or feel it but uh, yeah if you did that sucked i'm sorry um i didn't i didn't see that can you name a specific example though like a, a thing a moment or anything I said, I feel like I want to go back and take some screenshots. Well, too too late right now. We're right. not pausing this, so. Um, but you can't remember anything specific. But you just remember it. There was like some outdoor scenes I know where it's like the 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 whole background just looked fake in comparison hmm. to him. Hmm. Maybe I should have rewatched it. Anyway, I'm sorry. No, I, I can't think of what you're thinking of. No, that's alright. Okay. Who's next? 
Ralph? Yes. Impressions? Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I was like, who's next? What? What are you talking about? Um, yeah, I... So, I'll, I'm going to put my thing on uh, what my expectations of this movie, because it was a part two thing, is um, I always think uh, it's a little harder to do a part two. Right? Yeah, always. Uh, always. So, um, and it was. I think it still was for them, in my opinion. Um, I think part one was still in that aspect. So I watched the movie with uh, b- better overall. Um, what I liked, so I was watching this part two, and I watched it with my wife, and, uh, you know, the single shot yeah. scene, mm-hmm. right? So by the time we get to the train, I was like, it's crazy, we're still, in, we're still in a single shot. And my wife's like, what does that matter? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's okay. And uh, it was like one of those like moments of she, she doesn't get it. And I was like, well, it's because it has to all get done in one shot. Like, you know, it, it, was, it was all made to seem like it's all done in one shot. So, like, theoretically, like, everything has to happen continuously, right? If you were shooting it in that aspect, right? All that, I go, obviously, I didn't get into details about they're probably cutting it. In yeah, right, and right. It seem like that, right? I go, but it is like a lot of things have to go right. You have, you know, the camera has to move. Yeah, it's properly. all very meticulously planned out. Yes. Right, it's very much, so and it's supposed right. to look chaotic and not planned. Right, out. and it is, that's the whole purpose of it. Right, right. exactly. Right. And that's what I was like trying to explain to her. And she was like, oh, "Okay," like and I was like, <laughs> "It just didn't like impress her." And I was like, right, right. "Fuck me, Jesus Christ!" <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. Right, it was one of those like, "Okay." Right, I'm like, right. "Do I have to show you a behind the scenes on the you know children of men long shot or something?" You know, yeah, like, it was just, it was there was a long shot in that one. Oh my god, the whole movie is like. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, up, anyways. So, yeah, I uh, I can't believe I, I. I felt like I was curious as to where the movie was going to go, um, and I'm not spoiling anything because it, it does it ties in with his past with his um, yeah, his kid with his uh, kid and his wife, right? Ex wife, ex wife. And it was like this thing. I was like, okay, I was wondering whether what they were going to do with it, and or what where were they were going to go. And um, yeah, like I said, it was just it was just okay overall, like plot wise. I also i I didn't care for this uh, the enemy in this per, in this per se. I didn't in, care in for the sequel in the sequel. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I didn't care for. I just felt like it was just like it felt tropey. It felt typical of like, oh, we're gonna pick this right. like that's how they are. That's how they are gonna always gonna be in situation or whatever. Um, and then all obviously the kid was an idiot, but. Oh yeah, and I mean seriously, you show so much of Georgia, and now once you go to Atlanta, oh my god, yeah, no, that's Um, I hope, yeah, no, and we all, yes, we all get that's a joke, yes, hundred percent, yeah. But money if this was shot in Atlanta, but I also (laughs) in Georgia, I also feel like the movie was like this is a moves, it kind of moves a lot, um, location wise, that when it, I I feel like I get lost. Especially towards the end, I was like, "Are we still here, or did we move back this way?" Like where they were, hmm. and uh, police response time. Our police just, you know, like and I was like, it felt like it didn't even matter. I'll tell you that right now. Especially when they get are they the, are they stormtrooper bad? I just they're just like not no. It's just like corrupt bad. <laughs> like it was just like oh yeah, like shit's going down. Like I don't want to die. Okay, well. Just don't go. I wouldn't do it either. If I saw a militia, a whole army <laughs> taking this building, I'm like, fucking take it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Why would I get killed? Not today. Not today. <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm two weeks from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> two weeks 
and 15 years. But listen, yeah. still the two weeks. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Right. I hear you. Uh, but yeah, I still had fun with the movie. Don't get me wrong. There's some still, there's cool scenes. Also, the beginning scene when he's like recuperating, right? He like, starts working <laughs> yeah. out. I was like, oh, all of a sudden, you don't need the knee brace no more? What's up, bro? Yeah. <laughs> or the whole brace. And the thing is that very few <laughs> actors I think I could buy this from, like you think of Stallone or The Rock. I believe Nicole. Hemsworth could do that too. I think he's in that camp. Yeah. For me. As just, like uh, a bulky badass. Yeah, yeah, luckily, yeah. You know. I just found it funny. I was like, okay, and buddy. Yeah. Like, it's getting in the way of your workouts. I like, okay. Right, right. When you're motivation, you can lift way more when you're motivated. Like, I know that that's not how healing works, but. No, it's not. But like, Fuck what your body's telling you. Right. <laughs> Fuck science. <laughs> Something else. Put it through more stress. It'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those Healing's for wussies. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Uh,. I think we should just get into spoilers. Yeah, I think yeah, this is, yeah. Let's just get into it real quick. Start, so, spoilers for Extraction 2, the extracting, starting right now. No, it's extra, Extraction 2, Electric Boogaloo. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, I, so I hear, here's why I disagree with you, Raf, or maybe with Luke. I don't know if you agree with Raf on this. I like the bad guy more in part two, in this one, than in the first one. Because in the first one, well, oh, psh. all right. Okay, I, I, I that's just a generic ass bad guy. Oh, no, I don't have no, childhood. No, okay, oh, I'm like the mafia. They're all generic, dude. I told they're you, they're all generic. Yeah, they're all generic. This is based, well, we established as a base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plot. In, in part one, it's literally like, hey, I'm, uh, I'm what's it called? Uh, your warlord. Off, kid. You I'm, know, like, I'm, war, I'm warlord in this part. Yeah, I'm right. warlord in this part. That's what, like, literally what it was. He owns the city through like crime, basically. Right, and then and then this guy is like he owns like a country's militia, right? Through fear, it's like very common shit, or very Bible thumping too. This bad guy, which I didn't expect, honestly, going in. Um, a lot of scriptures thrown out on him, which is again tropey also. But I like this villain more because he actually does things. The world in the first one doesn't do anything; he just commands authority. This guy commands authority and and the Iron Fist to go along with it. So I like that he's a big ass fighter and actual villain to fight and you know go around and you know, beat, you know, like the first guy wasn't that. Like yeah. as a matter of fact, he died after the mission, where like the you know the the, the friend of his the, the one does all the the I forgot her name man the, the other teammate that whose brother gets killed right or brother right brother gets killed in the movie yes yes the brother the brother uh, um, Nick yeah Nick I don't remember. Khan. Nick Khan. Okay. When Nick, I mean, Nick shows up at the end of the first one and kills the warlord in some bathroom, right? And uh, this one, no. You'll, you fucking have to go through this guy, right, to finish it. Um, so I like that already, like, 50% more, at least, than the first bad guy. I love bad guys when they get their hands dirty, too. That's what I prefer. I don't prefer, I don't like the gadget, the Mr. The Inspector Gadget villain always in the background, you know, doing nothing. Petting a cat. Right? I hate that shit. Um... So, anyway, that's my preference. I'm saying that's why I liked him more. Now, I mean, tropic to shit. Oh, yes, 100%. Did I hate the kid too? Yes, hated that fucking kid. They were way too blase about his potential involvement. I would have fucking, you know, like handcuffed that kid from day one. Well, what's crazy is that the fact that he still had the phone afterwards also. Like, yeah, no yeah, one no. noticed him missing. That was so annoying. Yeah, that because was it's so like annoying. you guys are supposed to be badasses and it's your like. 
satellite phone. It's supposed to right. be all the like your account. You're underestimating the fact that they're safe and the kid wants to stay away when he doesn't want to stay. Well, like, it's weird away. because they're underestimate that they're safe, but they're prepared to for. And I get that the be. kid's warped and like dysfunctional, but what? Yeah. Uh, my problem with that: Have you ever tried to use a satellite phone? They fucking suck. <laughs> They are the worst thing ever. Are and they? you tell me, yes, oh my, I had to use one in Alaska. We, had, I had to test it every 30 days. That is the most unreliable piece of tech. Maybe because you're not using it, the extractor satellite. I don't think <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you were supposed to be at the, they, they got the high ground. We were supposed to be in stationary high ground. Uh-huh. Where to even locate the fucking satellite. I mean, um, I hear, no, I believe that because I can definitely understand that being hella wonky. So hella you wonky. You can't be on an airplane? No, you can't traveling at that fucking speed <laughs> and trying to maintain satellite. No. So like, so like a blimp is better. Is there, like, more like a hot air balloon because it goes slow as fuck. Probably, yeah. Okay, now I know. Yeah, you know, satellite phones because you see it a bunch. You see, it especially in this kind of thing, like um, situations where like so far removed or like military operations and movies. I feel like satellite phones. I agree with Luke. That, that they wouldn't work as well, would they? Would they work as well for real? Like, how close? I mean, can they have to divert the satellite to be right on top of them all the time? You like to work? Uh, you know, I don't know. It does seem wonky. So yeah, but that's a small thing, really. No, no, it is a small thing. Yeah, tiny ass. Well, compared I, to the kid, what, anyway. What I did like though that that, that I usually hated movies hmm. is um, what's it called? Our main character, Tyler. He totally tells them he's like. He was going to kill your mom. Like, I had to kill him kind of yeah. situation. Yeah. And he says it blatantly. He doesn't sugarcoat it. Yeah. He goes, I like yeah, I didn't I, I didn't go out to kill him. I came to save to, to save you guys. And yeah. in the process, I had to kill your dad because I had to save your mom. A cool scene, and, though, too, when he fucking kills him. Yeah, yeah. And, and the way – just the fact that he had to explain – he says that. I, and he never, he never just goes, like, it was an accident or he didn't, you know, right. like normal – Bad eighties thing, right, would do. which would be a good, yeah, right, yes. It is that almost like a that throwaway line, like, like the, well, the thank God we invented the gravity thing, and one of those lights, yeah. Lights, well, that's why this movie could have been a parody of those of that era, but instead, it's just trying to throw back to it. Like it's not like it's just like doing an homage, maybe of that era, and trying to do a, a modern version of it. Well, that's where like if if it wanted to be to that era, it would it, like it'd be a parody. That would feel like if he had, if he had some said something stupid. Yeah. Like that, right. Or if yeah, yeah. Um, hard to explain that thought. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, over. Hate that kid. The redeeming thing wasn't enough. I want that kid dead. Um, <laughs> I do love how what? at the very end how he just uh, Tyler Rake shoots the guy in the fucking face just to make sure to, to finish him off. Yeah, brother. Mm-hmm. It's just like overkill, but. Mm. Yeah, no. That's, gratuitous violence. That's for us, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is what this is. This is gratuitous violence. American gratuitous violence, one hundred percent. Um, okay. Now I have another thing on this movie. So they do a setup with oh, Idris Elba. Yep. Right. Now, are you guys watching this third one based on the setup? I mean, is it is Idris Elba, guys? I, for me, it's a hard yes. But like, I mean, do you guys feel like? You like this I mean, series? You like where it's going? You want to see more of it? Like, you know, what do you guys feel about a third one or any kind of sequels? I'll probably still watch it as long as Netflix cuts that check. Shit. Well, they're not cutting it to you, so that's a dumb sense. I'm kidding. Whatever. Remember, okay. Shit. Yeah. Um, Raph, are you excited for more of these movies? And are you more or less excited because it was introduced or the same or what? 
uh, I'm excited that there is a potential of like, um, what's it called? Now it's like redeeming. So there, now there's an actual reason. Not that there wasn't, not that there wasn't a reason for this, right? That he mm-hmm. did this mission, but it's also like now he has to. He's repaying what he has to do, right? For kind of saving them from getting caught, because eventually they obviously get somebody actually arrest somebody, which I was super surprised in yeah. that they got arrested. I was like, oh, someone did something. That's crazy. Like, wow. And I, I mean, I really was. I was like, I just thought they were going to get scot free. I was like, well, they have yeah. all the guns and they're badass. Yeah. But I guess it was more Rambo esque, right? Where they're like, yeah. you know, so yeah. it worked out. I mean, but, it's built on that building when they thought they were safe and their safe house, safe yeah. building. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I thought that was cool. Just, I mean, I mean, I don't think it's a dumb idea for the villain to send everyone out there, right, for this or for a revenge kick. That was really dumb on their part. Yeah, but what like, bothered me was seeing like, it was cool. What? In the helicopter, he knew exactly what floor to go shoot yeah, at. Right. It's like, come on. That's how accurate those satellite phones are. You know that? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. He just hit off. Find my iPhone. He's like, right, right. Oh, <laughs> find my cell phone. Twentieth yeah. floor. Wait, is that ground floor? Is that floor one? Because this is Europe. It's different. <laughs> Shoot a first floor, floor. floor, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it was silly, but at the same time, it, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I am interested though for the next one. Um, I like the Idris Elba thing. It is almost uh, what's it called? Um, uh, like it's it's like he's bringing on not other people, but it's like uh, now he's establishing like a dominance force of like a potentially. I'm going to use you from for. for Badass missions. Did you guys finish the? I mean, this is a weird, weird thing reference, but it reminded me of it. Do you guys ever see the the ending of season one of Twisted Metal? Uh, no, I haven't finished it yet. Okay, well, did you? There's a yes. There's a is similar that, feeling. Is that similar feeling? Plane friendly? Huh? Is that a plane friendly show to watch? No. Oh, okay. No. I mean, it's cartoon violence, but it's gory too. It I can like get bloody. This to everything we Sweet Tooth does set his hair on fire. You know, just not very. Oh, Lord. Will you stop asking me this question? Can you just fucking do your own goddamn research now? I feel like I like being asked, but now it's been too much, you know? Um, this is what I asked. This is what G's felt like before we get stopped being asked. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm too very excited because I want to see. I Low key, though, I want to see Chris and fight uh mm-hmm. and like that would be that's what i want to see i don't know if that's where it's gonna go but it seems to be more allies but i definitely want to see him be a badass too uh because i love it i mean i just saw him in beast he's just a badass everywhere you know so like yeah i would love to see that anything else on extraction too um trying to think Ex- to extract too furious hmm uh no, I can't think of anything else. I mean, yes, it was it was sorry. fun overall. Okay, yeah, um, I I I really like this movie. Like these movies, these are rewatchable action background movies for me. Like I would rewatch these. I mean, I did one already with Roth. I would rewatch these movies as background action movies. Like the way I would rewatch Fast and Furious or like Lethal Weapon. You know, like you know whatever. You know, like I I think they would. I would include that in that. Per- like I would include it to that list for me. Like that's how I know. Maybe I'm the biggest fan of it, but I just think they do a good job of doing that, and even better because of today's, uh, you know, uh, not graphics necessarily, but like techniques and stuff, way better than they are than they were in, in decades past. That they can do more extravagant, crazy shit and make it look better. Or you know, I just like that. That's Except cool. for Luke's green screen thing, which I did not <laughs> notice. Um, all right, so that is it for our review of Extraction Two. Currently on Netflix, check it out. Um, came out early in the summer. 
We're going to take a last break here. When we come back, we're going to review our next segment in our parodies marathon, which is what? Galaxy Quest. Yeah. The alumni cast of a space opera television series have to play their roles as the real thing when an alien race needs their help. However, they also have to defend both Earth and the alien race from a reptilian warlord. This is Galaxy Quest. Starring Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver, the late Alex Rickman, I mean Alan Rickman, Alex. Tony, Sh- uh, uh, Tony Shalhoub, yeah, that's right. Okay, uh, Sam Rockwell, Daryl Mitchell, uh, other people, other people, other people. Who plays the lead alien guy? He's from um, Veronica Mars. Yeah, Enrico Colatoni. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, Enrico uh, Mathisar. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. Now, there's other people. Oh, Justin, oh, man, Long. Justin Long. Long. Justin Long. Go. His dad is. I think it's his debut. Is it his debut? <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Him and um, uh, dude from the office. Yes. Thank you. Come on. Oh, uh, Rain uh, Wilson. White. Yes, yeah. Rain Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was that their debut for real though? I think so. I mean, I believe it. If that's true. I just I'm like, oh my! I thought, yeah, wow, it's crazy. I mean, just as long as career has not like been amazing, but yeah, definitely Dwight's been much more of a rocket ship upwards here. Okay. Right, Galaxy Quest. So, uh, why this movie? Um, because I've actually never seen it. Ah, all right. And obviously, you've always called me the quote-unquote Trekkie. Well, I just said that to annoy you. I know, which I am not, because I actually don't care for Star Trek as much. But that's the annoying part, yeah. <laughs> that's why it's why I say it. If you were Trekkie, I wouldn't call you that. <laughs> well, actually, I would still. You're right, you're not getting out of it. You're a Trekkie no matter what to me. Yeah. Anyway, so, and um, I always heard, so, there's actually a documentary about the making of this movie that I've also been interested really? to watch. I think I it's also on Amazon Prime. Did not know that. Apparently, it's like a, there was like a lot of shit going on, there was, or drama, or, I don't know. That's why I, wanna, I always want to watch the documentary, hmm. sorry, but because I've never seen the movie, huh? I don't want to watch the documentary. I mean, I kind of want to see it. I didn't know it was popular enough, or like uh, dramatic enough, or whatever, compelling enough to... To make a documentary is like the heart of darkness of the nineties or something, you know. Like, you guys know what hearts of darkness is, right? Uh, a, a Apocalypse song? Now. It's a documentary about Apocalypse Now about the making oh, of that. Movie. Okay. Famous enough to make a movie out of it is my point. Uh, it's it's called a uh, documentary. It's called Never Surrender, a Galaxy Quest documentary. <laughs> oh, that's too long. I would just yeah. call it Never Surrender. All right. Uh, I don't know who's first here. What's going on? So. Um. Well, hold on. I think uh, me. Oh, you're first, actually. Oh, Buff. No, you Oscar. Oh, man, no. What are you? I'm kidding. I know. Uh, okay, so uh, this is my third. I want to say my third rewatch. Oh, wow. um, when I was watching it, uh, which was last night actually, or was it not? Yeah, last night. Um, when I was watching it, I was like, man, like how old is this movie? And it wasn't so halfway. I looked it up. I'm like, oh my god, 1999, the epic year, 1999, where like all these. Y2K. Well, I was, yeah, white, sure, white, okay, but I was going to say, like, 1999 being one of the best, one of the great years of movies, right, where all these amazing movies came out, and uh, I, I would consider Galaxy Quest one of the major successes as well. I really, really liked this movie back then, and I kind of, I love it about, if not a little bit more, now, you know? 
and I really liked it. Uh, I re- still really like it, and uh, so I think it's very fun. It is equal parts kind of wholesome and kind of dramatic in a good way, and I think it all ties together. I think it's really smartly written. While it's like silly, you know, like it plays into the silliness to be clever in some ways. You know how you know how um, that kind of work. Uh, yeah, I really liked it. And also, this is like the era where Tim Allen was still bankable. <laughs> not only bankable as a, as a leading star, but also bankable as a guy with like a physique. You know, yeah, there's he's this the Santa Claus. Yeah. There's this whole shirt off scene in this yeah. movie with Tim Allen. I'm like, what's? The, I was like thinking to myself, was Tim Allen ever seen that way? I'm like, he must. I mean, I'm guessing, yeah, because he was doing. I know he's done a lot of uh, comedy adventures, but still adventure. You know, still action. You know, so like he wasn't serious like Bruce Willis or whatever. But like in the action, I mean. But like when he was doing it, he was really doing it. So like, oh, okay, yeah, I can see that. Um, I'm like, it can. It's hard for me to imagine now. In 2023, as Tim Allen as like a, any kind of any kind of like sexy icon for people of any well, he's kind, he's like fucking 50 years old or 60 years old, even. Well, now he's no, he's older. Yeah. Than, I mean, whatever. He maybe yeah, 60s. But like back then, I still. I'm just saying, it's just that's how far removed that is. That idea is for me, you know. Uh, but anyway, that said, this movie is a lot of fun. I think Sigourney Weaver was. Enti- I mean, this is one of those like. One of those roles that she was clearly hired because of Alien, um, right. in a good way. Really? Like I don't think I it's bad. It was... Yeah, yeah, that that too. And I think that they added something to that. You know what I'm saying? Um, not 100 percent on that, but whatever. The power of the push-up bra. Power. Yeah, right, right, maybe. And uh, something else I'm gonna say. Like even though this movie came and this, I really like this movie. I, I love this movie actually. Uh, I. I still wouldn't be in my top thirty. That's how many great movies came out in nineteen ninety nine. But like, that's, that's still that's still a, a high. That should price. be a new marathon. What movies from nineteen ninety nine? Yeah, we should. That's a that's a great mar- that's a great idea. There's so many good ones. Anyway, um, you just want to pick American History X, don't you? Did that come out in nineteen? I think so. I'm not hundred percent on that one actually. No, I have no Maybe. Idea. I think so. Anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, I dug this movie a lot. Yes. Galaxy Quest. Obviously, the parody is Star Trek, right? I mean, I mean, Star Trek, yeah, or it's more like Star Trek or what? fandom. Fandom, definitely, yeah. Like, I feel like it's a lot of nerds, it's, right? It's like making fun of that too, right? As well, it's like the meta ness of it. There's a meta component, a huge meta component to this movie. But, uh, but yeah, it's making fun of Star Trek and like the maybe the the. Uh, the real life figures behind a show like Star Trek, maybe that's the parody too. Like the bigger than life narcissist, egocentric person, which is Tim Allen, which could be yeah. what's his name, Kirk. Um, what's the actor's name? Shatner, Shatner. William Shatner, right? Oh. Right, and then right, and then you go down the list of Hura, right, and so on. Like I feel like you could do that easily, right? Spock with the with the. The with the ears. you know, with the ears and the whatever modification, the makeup he has to put on, and Alec Rickman's like he hates the makeup and all. That. Like it's like and he's like the classically trained, uh, right? The classically trained yeah. English actor, right? <laughs> I play Richard the Third, right? Um, like I just that's yeah, that, really I, good. I thought that was funny. I was like, I wonder who's gonna be, and I'm like, oh, it's gotta be Alan Rickman. That's where he's... the real like in the parody in this movie is both like blatant and subtle at the same time, which I think. This might be the first, and this marathon we're doing, the first really good parody, I think, of our list so far. Um, really excellent choice, Luke. Um, I know you haven't seen it, so you didn't know what to expect, but excellent choice. Anyway, now I'm done. Sorry. Then someone else go. 
Alright. Ralph? Yeah, I remember watching this. This is not my first view. I remember watching this movie and actually not getting what it was making fun of because I was young. Yeah. Well. And I knew it was trying to make fun of Star Trek, right? Because that's what that's. But really, I was like, I didn't get the whole convention thing because I didn't know about conventions. Mm-hmm. I didn't get like a lot of the things that they were doing. And I was just like, okay. And I was just like, so they're making fun of a show that's making fun of Star Trek. And I was like, okay. And I was just like, and honestly, it felt really short for me when I first saw this movie. Uh, there was some fun parts in it, right, that I had overall, but nothing that, like, funny parts, should I say, especially with the aliens. Um, with, uh, what's his name's character? Uh, uh, Mathazar and, you know. Yeah, yeah. And all those guys. Burn, yeah. Lorari or whatever. Yeah, anyways. So that was, uh, there was the funny moments of those, but other than that, that's about it. And Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. But besides the point. Uh, this time around, though, watching it, I think I trying to see if I seen it. I want to say it's my like second and a half. I don't think I've ever seen it fully again. I've seen it in parts a ton of times, but never fully. Mm-hmm. Besides this time go around, I, I dug. I, I like the. I mean, it's just great to watch it as an adult because you get to you get to enjoy all the madness and all the uh, everything that's kind of making fun of. And I'm sure I missed some stuff, but just it is more. I do agree. It is making fun of. I feel like it makes fun of the fandomness of Star Trek, and as well as just like more like everything that it entails, right? As what Star Trek brought, and how it is making fun of like the characters, the actors themselves, and all of these things. There's so many things that it, there, so many layers to it that you can really extract from it, which is really funny. Um, like I said, extract, right? Sorry, the extraction, extraction, exactly. Right. Um, and yeah, I I dig it. Uh, I dig a lot of it, and I never thought that even you just brought up Oscar about the uh, what's it called, uh, Tim Allen being like kind of like that type of person. Yeah, I never thought of him as that ever. I just see him, I just see him as a Santa Claus at all times. Oh, you know? tool time for me, but yeah, tool, yeah. yeah, 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 tool time as well. Home improvement, yeah, or uh, home improvement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, I know. Home Sorry, that's the fake show, the show within the show. Yeah, show within the show. Right, exactly. But yeah, I just feel like there's a lot of. A lot of funny stuff going on. A lot of cool stuff in this movie. It was a good watch. Um, I dug it. My wife was about to watch it with me, and then she was like, absolutely not. She doesn't really like sci-fi. So it ended up working out. Uh, but yeah, it was a funny movie. I For sure, it is it is higher tier in this like uh, parody, right? Going yeah. On. Like, I, I genuinely laughed. I think those jokes stick. Some of the, not all of it, because, again, some of the stuff is 90s, for sure. Yeah, some of us, a lot of the stuff and is like, 90s. And, uh, it's most, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, it is Rain Wilson's first movie. I think he played in like some TV show before that, like one thing before that. And it is Justin Long's first. De- de- it is his debut. Okay, oh, that's so. good to know. That uh, um, look, did we give? Did we get your opinion? No. Okay. But go ahead. <clears throat> now, yeah, uh, everything you guys said, I totally agree with. Uh, fun movie, totally makes fun of Star Trek fandom, everything, the, the whole shebang. It was just perfect. Uh, even even the actors and they're like the tropes of them, especially Alan Rickman and the or Jason or well Tim Allen's actor, how he's just like that's his whole life, how he's so into it. And even like he doesn't uh like break character, he's always super nice to the fans until like the one moment where he's just an asshole because everything is just thrown off. But I feel like it's real, real it's realistic because obviously this is how. 
it probably is how the actual actors for Star Trek and other series are like this. Like they hate their fame or some of them love the fame. That's all they live for. I wonder if any of that has been like, I'm sure it's been recorded or it's been autobiographies on it or documentaries on it. I'm sure it's really true. I wonder how much is true. I wonder if there is like an exact one-to-one ratio of example. Like Sigourney Weaver is literally represented by this real person as actress. Yeah. Um, I I was just really shining for Tim Allen, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the inside baseball stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it It is curious to see if it is like, oh, well, you know, we know that this actor. I wonder if we knew if we were Trekkies because none of us are. No. I mean, the most I really enjoy was Voyager. That's it. That's all. You know I'm who would know is uh, Danny. Danny's a big Trekkie. Then I feel like Danny should watch and tell us. Like, uh, what did they? What nuances did we mess out? That's interesting yeah. or fun or whatever. I still uh, one of my favorite scenes in the movie though is when uh, <laughs> the guy he's uh, <laughs> their uh, the grand departure and he just fucking slides. <laughs> Just starts grinding the, the oh, side of the ship. Yeah. yeah. Fucking yeah. hilarious. Oh, so oh, so cringe. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. great. And I feel like they're making fun of uh that's Tommy, right? Or Daryl Mitchell's character. Yeah. Um, he's they're making fun of uh child actors, uh black child actors specifically, and as well as well as like uh just uh and how they were portrayed and then him being older, obviously this. Like Will Whedon or something? Kind of Will Whedon, right? But it's also like just uh What's his name from uh, what's that uh, famous show? Uh, the this Willis, the Willis. No, no, no. What you talking about, Willis? Oh, uh, like uh, Family Matters? No, no, not Family Matters. But no, it's like having a black child actor in your show. Yeah, yeah. is what I'm trying to say. It was like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. Oh, it's gonna bother me. Yeah, it's gonna bother. It's still bothering me. It's so. bothering me. It's to hell. Yeah, it's all hell. Yeah, please look it up. Um, different strokes. Different strokes. That's right. It sounded like mildly sexual. That's right. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> Gary Coleman. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. Uh, uh, one thing that I do think that's uh, a little cringe because of its time and because obviously nerd fandom has taken over in bad and good ways. I would say a lot of bad ways too, but make both ways, right? Uh, because that has taken up a lot more now, all the Marvel movies and so on, right? We all know this. Um, from 1999, though, back then, the conventions were still very much a very nerdy thing. If you went there, you're not getting dates. That was a common shtick, a joke, and sometimes, a, and maybe most of the time, a truism, right? Now, me having never gone to a convention back then, or even now, still haven't never been to a real convention, the most is ASIN, really, um, is that uh, this movie, obviously, like, I think it has a bit of a, not a disconnect, a li- I think, yeah, a disconnect too, but I, I mean, mainly more of a, a displeasure with the fandom, like the like the only saving grace is using um, what's his name, the kid. Which kid? The the guy whose debut is Justin Long. Justin Long, thank you. Using Justin Long, right at the end there, like as a right as a telecommunication, right too, right because that was a you know whatever. Like some oh my god, some of that stuff is so nineties. By the way, the switching of the you know the the, the the walkie-talkies, whatever they were, I don't know. What the transponder, or whatever. transponder, yeah, yeah. The tricorder, um, like switching that, and like you know, Tim Allen's first time on the ship, thinking it's a gig, right? And like where are the pay, right? Like all that's very nineties, like kind of stocky. Like it'll get, but it's fine, you know. But like, I feel like the way they treat uh, fandom and stuff like that, I feel like this movie really just focuses on all of the actors' point of view. Like they, like that detail of like when they're approached by fans. 
about like, oh, did you mean to do this error in episode 214 where like this thing? And they're like, bitch, I don't know. I just read a script. You know, they don't even remember themselves, right? Um, but to them, they're the gods that should know right. this stuff because they're playing the characters they love, right? And like, that's the closest they get to some sort of like, oh, it's not, that's interesting detail about that. But like, I feel like this movie's kind of jaded towards like nerds and stuff. You Megan, do you guys feel that watching this movie? Like, there's I mean, this back then being a nerd was like, well, I know I'm not blaming the movie site. too hard. Now it's like the thing. I'm saying that's the really outdated thing in this movie. I'm saying. And this is like pre-internet nerds. You know what? It reminds me a lot of um. Yeah, well, I know um, damn, I don't want to say uh, what's it called? Uh, Chasing Amy. Also, mm-hmm. in that aspect where they have because uh, it is that also that the, that those times right the nineties yeah where it's um they when they're in that they're in their own conventions and it just feels like kind of like hokey right like it's just like this is my stand this is it that's all there is there's no. There's some panels, there's some stuff, but really it's all just super fandom of this specific thing, right? And that's what they had, right? Yeah. So, but it does, I do agree with you with the whole Justice Long thing it, it, about uh, him feeling like, uh, I guess uh, he's never going to do anything else. It's one of those things. Like, he's like, it is that trope of like that fandom guy, right? Um, mm-hmm. He's just never going to. He's only going to live in, in that in that world ever because that's all he ever cares about. He's never going to do. Yeah, but else. I mean, at the same time, I feel like maybe I shouldn't complain too much because again, Justin Long is a saving grace of nerds like saving the life, like, saving the day with that, right? And they give the nerds a big ending where the ship, a real ship, lands and they really kill an alien in front of it. Like they don't, right. like they do a big show of the best convention of their lives, right? So, like, Although, I, maybe, you know, maybe I shouldn't. Surprised no one got killed. Blame the movie. Oh well, yeah. No, that's that's where it's that's where it's a movie, right? Yeah, it's very very convenient to love that stuff. But it was still very satisfying though. I, I like I love watching that. And they introduce themselves out there, and they make out in front of like it's perfect. Like all the all the shippers, you saw those people like faint when um, Tim Allen and Sonny Weaver make out in front of them. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was that was like oh, okay, that's cool. That's nice. All the fan fiction is going to come out. They the didn't know they were shipping. Huh, what? Shipping wasn't even a thing when they were shipping them. No, yeah, that no, that was a term back then. I think it was. I thought it was like mm-hmm. a more recent thing. No, it was probably just online, and then and then it manifest, and then it turned into you know more of a. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm sure if you look it up, and you'll be out there. But maybe I'm wrong. Um, yeah, well, they didn't say shipping in the movie, but anyway, um, I wish I knew more about Star Trek to talk really about that stuff. But the really movie movie again, I think it's more of a. A parody of real life actors playing the Star Trek roles than anything else, but it's a cool idea though. It's a really cool idea to introduce this kind of parody thing. Is that what if this alien race that doesn't know what a lie is, right? Or, or I mean, or an actor pretending, or, right? They don't know. Well, that's a lie, right? That's like they don't know that. They don't. They they can't tell the difference. They and I I I'd forgotten this detail from when I last last saw it. Is that they not only took this to heart, but they made everything in their culture like that show. Yeah. And like they were so advanced enough and not knowing really what they were doing that they replicated all these things not knowing that they're replicating weapons. They don't know if they're replicating this the Omega thing or <laughs> all this You know it's funny, there's actually a Star Trek episode kind of based on this. Uh, uh the OG it's Star Trek or one. Next no, Gen or what? A Voyager one. A Voyager one, really? Yeah. Voyager came out in the nineties, right? 
I think but I think it went into the 2000s so I wonder what oh, came first there I don't know you don't but have it was like the, the doctor character on Voyager mm-hmm. had this thing where he would daydream of where he was like the captain and do like all this heroic shit and his daydreams were being intercepted by an alien race thinking that that's actually what happens oh that's funny <laughs> yeah yeah that sounds like a Star Trek thing yeah, maybe this episode, maybe the whole concept of this movie, it feels like a Star Trek episode that I just don't know because I'm not familiar with the with the with the show, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to find out if that's like really true or not hmm. for the people. Oh, uh, ninety five to two thousand one. Okay, so most likely that episode came out before the movie, based on that, right? Maybe. I mean, again, most likely, right? Just two year, right? Whatever, you know why? Um, Anything else you want to highlight or talk about, like here in the, in the thing? Uh, Alan Rickman's, uh, you know, thing. I like how he never really gets a satisfaction when he saves the the people that were like uh, suffocating and they're like, um, and they're yelling out Tim Tim Allen's characters like, "Oh, he saved us! He saved us!" And he's like, "Oh, can't get anything <laughs> yeah. here." Well, um, he had that little thing where he like he he hated saying his catchphrase or whatever. Yes, yes, that and, was and good. that one time he like when he had that guy dying in his arms. I was like, how yeah, he's yeah. gonna avenge? Oh, it was, it was, it was a heartful moment. Was it? Was it for you? Because it, it, it wasn't for me, but it was a little. A little I'm dead bit. inside, but I mean, for the character, you know. Oh, okay. Because obviously, it means a lot to the people who think that the show is. You could real. just stop at you're dead inside. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anything else you want to like mention or talk talk about, like no, I like how uh, we was cleavage. I don't know. No, no, I like how heavily influenced the uh, the alien race was because they, they mentioned Gilligan's Island, and they were like, oh, "Those oh. poor people." There, yeah, that was so <laughs> funny. That was really well delivered. They're yeah, like, oh, those poor people, and like <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, that that landed really well. I I a hundred percent agree that with landed you. Super well. So according to uh, IMDb, I'm looking at it. I'm glad they didn't I, see the Nazi footage first. You know? Oh Jesus, right. Um, uh, it says uh, the scene in Tim Allen's when he's in the bedroom and the men's room, hearing mm-hmm. about how he's their nobodies, right? Mm-hmm. It was an actual event in William Shatner's life. <laughs> he discovered the same thing in, a, in an '86 convention. So that's <laughs> something still taken from that, you know, yeah. stuff like that. See, I knew there'd be stuff like that. Yeah. Also, like um, it, uh, it does feel like a very um, this is this. I know we all make fun of Santa Claus. I don't know if you're serious about the Santa Claus, but uh, is this the most? Is this the best uh, casting of Tim Allen in a movie? Best casting? I, uh, can I? Can you think of a better role suited for Tim Allen than this movie in this time period? Uh, Santa Claus. I, I, I was just saying that's a joke. I don't think he is. Those movies are not good. I just remember seeing them and thinking they were good because I was a child. Yeah, they're not bad movies though. They're they're good child movies though. Great, fine. You guys, I know you have a child, but. Uh, I, 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 just letting I, you know they are. That's what they are. They sure. go. Okay. I mean, wild hogs. So I'm asking a serious question. So um, um, <laughs> jungle never... to jungle. I I, uh, I remember the kid being more yeah, better in that so. than he was, but I was obliged. Remember that? Anyway, I remember that I movie that. too much. Um, that was a fun movie though. I liked it as a kid. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to yeah, think. Yeah, I think I think besides the the obvious home Santa improvement Claus. show. <laughs> um, no, no, Santa, yeah, Santa Claus. He just fits the role really well. Mm-hmm. But the home improvement show, uh, uh, we already talked about Santa Claus. This is probably his other his other best acting 
like role. Like it is fits per, if it, it does fit his persona really well. Yeah, I, I I mean that's what I agree. I definitely think it's his. Yeah, yeah, I I would agree with you. I need to rewatch Santa Claus. Yeah, the, the the top three would be this. This isn't the top three. Which yeah, is, well, uh, the only reason I wouldn't say Home Improvement is because he, like it was his show. He did that with himself. Like this is he was you know he was, was high, he was hired for this movie. This is different, right? Right. Like in Home Improvement, you you make it around the persona of his own comedy styles, which I think he was a stand up, right? That's how he started. Yeah, he was. Yeah, uh, he was a, he was I don't think I've ever seen a stand up though. It's not great. Um, yeah, I don't think so either. It's not it's not terrible for a time, but like I, I mean, it's definitely we've evolved. It's not it's no Jerry Seinfeld or anything. But uh, yeah, but he definitely backed the right direction to with the TV route and did it right. And like Jack Seinfeld, he kind of made a show around his persona, his type, right? And you know, basically competing with Bob Villa and some made believe show called Tool Time. But um, but I'm saying that, so I wouldn't call that best cast because he's casting himself in a role that he would know he knows how to do best. But like in Galaxy Quest, I feel like that's like he was hired for the perfect role. Like I think it's really good. Yeah. Um, I really like Tony Shalhoub in this movie. I know he was bigger in the '90s and the 2000s, but like um, I haven't seen him in a while. But uh, Isn't I really he in miss that, Tony Shalhoub. Uh, Prime show. That's helpful. Oh, I'm sure. I think he was in uh, Mrs. Something. Yeah, that... Marvin Miss Maisel. Yeah, I think I've seen him there. I don't know if he's a main character though. I know I saw him a bit when I saw part of the first. Season. That was a long time ago. Though. I don't remember. Never finished the show, so I don't know. Um, but I'm saying I, I mean I feel like I used to see him a lot, and now I see him very little. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Sigourney Weaver, though, man, the way they, like, that, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's like parroting the uh, the boobs and the cleavage or the, 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 the female persona. Like, like, the objectifying part of it, of Star Trek, the original series, is the parody part of that. Like, that's the detail. Like, her suit gets more opened yeah. for no reason and for longer periods of time, right? Like, it's more ridiculous. But, like... I also felt at the same time tacky, even though it's making fun of the tackiness. Like, was it overdone? Was it? How would you guys feel about that? And I like her one thing, like her one role is to just imitate what the computer's saying, like to yeah. relay. That was great. That was funny. But it was great that that no one, the computer, only listened to her. Yeah, the computer, right? The computer only listened to her. Right, right. That's her only job, and she's gonna goddamn do it, right? Yeah, that's what she said. That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> Anyway, anything on this movie? Anything else? Um, I don't know. I, no. I am curious about the uh, documentary now because I do want to see what they have to show. Well, you have two extra weeks to watch and report back. Yeah, I do. Maybe, uh, yeah, I'll probably download it. I can watch it on the flight. That seems like a safe movie to watch on the flight, right? It's like Beyond Valley of the Dolls, the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Children who go away. Children, stop watching me. You're in the middle of a seating where all these school children are in in a circle. Well, at least, so I'm almost at the very end of the plane, the very back, Mm. like the second to last row, and my two friends are behind me. So So they get to rat on you, rat you out? So so I don't have to worry about them. I just got to worry about the person sitting next to me. Just show up. Hey, what's up, If buddy? you do it at an angle, <laughs> right. they never have to see anything ever. You no, get, that, uh, get that screen protector, that privacy one. You'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, I hate those. Why? You're crazy. Anyway, um, I think that's it, right? That's it. I got, I it. I got nothing else. Galaxy okay. Quest. Never a fun movie. Excellent never movie. Surrender. I liked it. Really loved it. Um, 
And that is it for our review of Galaxy Quest, and that is it for our show. And you have been listening to another movie podcast. Uh, do not forget that we come out every other Wednesday, typically, typically. And uh, so next time, Ralph here is picking the movies, and luckily Luke is not here with us, but uh, Ralph, what are those movies? There's a mini theme we got going on, since it's just uh, me and Oscar going on. Mm-hmm. So one of them is going to be uh, a horror movie, uh, anthology movie called Satanic Hispanics. Oh, yeah. The Hispanics are joining up for a Satanic Hispanics? Yeah. No I'm the one that told you about this movie. Yeah, I know. This is the, the best Polish part. told us about this movie. Right, right, right. And then yeah. the other movie, that's on theaters. We're going to watch that in theaters. Um, the other movie is on Netflix, and it's called El Conde. El Conde. Yes. Okay. Is that a Hispanic thing? It's a Hispanic thing. Yes. Hold on. It's okay. It's a comedy fantasy history. Okay. It centers on Augusto Augusto Pinochet, who Hmm. is not dead, but an aged vampire. After living (laughs) 250 years in this world, he has decided to die once and for all. Okay. So. All right. All right. We're watching some Latino. Filmmaker movies. Too bad and, that uh, this is the next pick here is the whitest movie ever. I know, right? I know, I know. But it's okay. Uh, we'll, we'll tie it in somehow. I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my uh, my last pick or the for my uh, what's it called uh, parodies parodies is uh, this is Spinal Tap, the nineteen eighty four. Yeah, which is a mockumentary. Spinal. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that'll be our pick for that. Maybe we can uh, have. Uh, Luke's, uh, what's it called, thing after when he gets back and he can tell us what he thought about Oh, like a posthumous yeah, yeah, yeah. A review, opinion. Uh-huh. All right. So those are our movies for next time. Check it out. Um, until then, I am Oscar. And Luke. And Ralph. Later. Coffee and pie. Coffee and pie? Oh, my. And you didn't hear it from me.